the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. to get back to the wrestling finally a place on the internet where you can talk about professional wrestling i am your co-host this evening mr luke jacanetti i am joined as always by my two colleagues here in the booth uh left to right across your radio dial first is the hair metal hero chris tyler we're here live as a live via simulation over the internet as usual and uh, also joining us in the booth is uh my brother jay jacanetti we're out of time! We're out of time! Oh my god! It's like, Shivana, you started yelling, we're out of time 15 minutes ago. It's, we've introduced new matches. <laughs> That'll put butts in seats. That'll put butts in seats. <laughs> Eric Bischoff would still be selling meat out of a truck in Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> What's even better is that Eric Bischoff did, in fact, sell meat. Yes, he did. In he Minneapolis did. before working for the AWA. But as much as I would love to do a whole episode devoted to Eric Bischoff, because I, I'm an Eric Bischoff guy, uh, as the T-shirt says, uh, we are not talking about that tonight. So I want to thank everybody again for listening to uh, Get Back to the Wrestling. And uh, our topic tonight is uh, one that... Um, you know, when you get wrestling fans together, inevitably you're going to watch a lot of wrestling, but something else you might do, you know what you might do? You might hook up a video game system and play some wrestling video games with your oh, fellow wrestling obsessed yeah. friends. I know, I know I did it. I know Jay did it. Hero, I'm going to assume you did it. Oh, you I, know. oh, I did it. Oh, we did it. Again. Oh, we did it. <laughs> so that that is our topic tonight but before we get into that we have some a uh, little bit of dark match a little preliminary action if you will for viewers at home and here in the arena we have an email 
And if you would like to send an email to get back to the wrestling, please send your email to get back to the wrestling at yahoo.com. And of course, uh, all the various and sundry ways you can get in touch with the show will be in the outro. So I will take our email here. It is from our loyal listener and good friend of the show, Robert Ludwig, who writes with the subject, howdy again. So clearly this email is a wrestling email since clearly it, it's in the South. <laughs> So Robert writes, hi, guys, I listened to your latest episode not long after it was released. Unfortunately, due to the holidays and life, this is the first time I could get back to you. First, I want to say that Hero was missed. I like having Aww. the three man. See, Hero, all, all those things that people say about you online. That's not true. Some people like you. A, a, a lot of them. A lot of them are true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on what website you go on. Yeah, but, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Robert continues, I like having the three-man team for the discussion. Much better than the three-man team for play-by-play and analysis of a wrestling match. (laughs) Two-man teams are the way to go. So as a possible future episode, how about the best commentary teams? Boys, what do you think? Oh, of course. Well, I I don't know know if there's any any discussion about that, because clearly it's uh, Staggerly Marshall and uh, (laughs) and, Mark Madden. I mean, they're amazing. You know. Mike Adamley. Mike, know that Mike Adamley. <laughs> Adamley <laughs> was so good on American Gladiator. He was. What we just have to have him. <laughs> I just sign him. I'm just saying, stagger, staggerly Marshall. You know, I gave up unemployment for this. <laughs> they call him Staggerly because he staggers into the bar at 3 a.m. So <laughs> Nitro, Nitro, Thunder, Thunder. No, the, my favorite staggerly Marshall was always uh, Heenan yes. because they'd go, he'd be at the Nitro party. They'd have they'd have him call on the phone on yeah. Nitro. I'm at a Nitro party here in West Ashley, South Carolina, wherever the hell he was, right, you know. Right, right. And uh, and 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 he'd always end it with a weasel joke. And there was one time where Heenan, you see him just this, he toasts to Shivani. He goes, "You ever wonder why they send St- Lee wherever we're not? Because nobody wants him around." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, knock it off, Rain." You know? Anyway, so, uh, that, yeah, it's a great that that yeah, that would be a good, great a very good idea. Yeah, seriously, yeah. we were just joking, but yes, yeah, definitely a good idea. It, it's weird with with teams because you know you you when you're watching wrestling as a kid you don't think about it so much, but um, watching back now the really good teams mm-hmm. they stand out for how they tell the story of the match, but then the really bad ones stand out because it's like oh my god how did I watch this yeah. with the sound on? Mm-hmm. I mean I I made the absolute mistake of watching uh, some a match from like Raw from like 1995 mm. when it was Vince and the King and it's like oh my mm. god mm. oh my god it's like Vince you're supposed to be the babyface I mean you're as bad as the King yeah <laughs> good gracious know. man I'm, I'm just I mean you know I, I I think the problem is too is uh, if you were raised with certain people listening oh, let's be honest it's gorilla monsoon and jesse ventura together uh at wrestlemania like that was a one time a year thing you're like oh my god they're really freaking good together yeah because yeah. uh ventura was perfect with mcmahon on saturday's main event you've rooted and you've cheered for mcmahon and now you've lost your voice like because he just <laughs> he didn't actually like vince mcmahon for real right which made it really good because you were like hey i don't think they like each other like, yeah it wasn't acting you know, I mean, Heenan was good with whoever he's there with, but Heenan and shut up, McMahon, shut up, you kind of thing. <laughs> well, but like, but Heenan and Gorilla, I mean, they would, well, they well, would, you know, Heenan and Gorilla would snipe them, yeah. and Gorilla would say back at them. But you, you knew, I think deep down, you knew they hung out and stuff. Oh, no. You know, right, yeah, you knew Heenan and Gorilla loved each they other. Were, 
Yeah. But, but Vince, you're just like, you shut up, McMahon. It's not fair to Flair. It's not fair to Flair. You know, it's not fair to Flair. I've got to get down there. You will do nothing of the sort, Bobby Heenan. <laughs> you know, they put that Royal Rumble on the Heenan DVD set. Because yes. it was such a great performance oh, on the yeah. booth. Yeah. From I mean, Heenan, Heenan is going, I mean, he goes an hour of full on, like, having a heart attack back and forth. And <laughs> nonsense. I mean, Heenan sells the crap out of that, you know, oh, as yeah. somebody who's like, my meal ticket, my meal. Like, and it's true. It's not, he has no worry about flair. Penny, get in there, help him. Like, you know, he's trying to coach. Like, there's no way. And you know that, like, they have to – you because, know, I mean, guys are on the headsets with them and stuff. Guys are cracking up backstage. You know they have to be because you're like, man, he is losing it. And, and he, you know, where he would start rubbing his head, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they'd cut to him and he didn't be rubbing his head like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I I have to say, I earlier this week as we recorded, I, I, uh, I, had, a, I had a business trip and I flew through Detroit. <laughs> and, and I'd never been. Before. And I had a Bobby Heenan flashback. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I think it's WrestleMania eight, I think. Yep. Yep. And the, the the Legion of Doom comes out. They're chanting LOD, LOD. Hey, hey, Gorilla, you know why they're chanting LOD? It stands for Leave Old Detroit. Yeah. You know my favorite <laughs> thing about Detroit? There's an airport. I get to leave in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic Heenan. Classic. Uh, Heenan. But uh, yeah, so that that is a great idea, Robert. And so look forward to that. On a future episode. So getting back into the email here. Second, gimmick matches. I will admit that most gimmick matches leave me cold. Heck, I still miss the old steel cages like they used to have on Saturday Night's main event. The blue ones uh, with the large space between each section. The big blue cage. Much I mean, easier to see through. That's yeah. For sure. <laughs> and climb. <laughs> yeah. I think part of the problem is that there are now too many gimmick matches out there, dumpster matches, ambulance matches, TLC, etc., that are shown too often. I think I think we all had kind of a similar mm-hmm. opinion during the episode, Robert. So you're right on the money with that, as far as I'm concerned. Maybe if there's only a few a year and made to, made to seem special again, I might think more of them. Anyway, that is how I feel about the gimmick matches. And I, th- I think yeah. Robert right on said basically the same thing is that you know it's vince mcmahon's is is his attitude has always seemed to be kind of like scarface you know nothing exceeds like excess yeah and so if they like something we're gonna give it to you until it's you're sick of it you know um <clears throat> roman reigns but uh you know so the, <laughs> and, hey uh, you know actually it was funny we had we uh, we had a discussion about roman reigns in my house today because oh, we were going through our we were going oh. through our scooby-doo dvds and Scooby Doo WrestleMania Mystery is there with John Cena it's right one. on the cover. It's a good one. It's a good one. You know that's where John Cena like bent like uh, shoulder presses a boulder. Yeah, it's fantastic. It is. And it, the Miz I, I, apparently I, just yeah. go ahead, Jeff. The Miz is the best part. Who's awesome? Yeah. I'm awesome. Who's awesome? And he gets he's running and he gets attacked and he's in his underwear. Him, <laughs> it, it is so much better than the road race one. But I tell you, uh... well, the road race one turns the Undertaker, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's fine, but I mean, but that one's just the, the opening with Miz running. Who's awesome? I'm awesome. <laughs> Who's awesome? I'm awesome. <laughs> the Flintstones WWE one is good too. Yeah, that's a little different. Cena, yeah, yeah. Cena goes to to Brian. You're gonna be there? Yes, yes, yes. Is he coming? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, so, I, so I said, oh, I said, oh, look at this. I said, this has got John Cena, and it's like. And uh, Simon's like, well, I don't like John Cena. I go, John Cena's way cooler than Roman Reigns. They go, he doesn't wear a chest protector. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) you got, you got to understand, uh, Chris, is that um, the Luke's children's exposure to wrestling is Mm -hmm. not like uh, their cousin. 
I mean, Haley can give you in and outs. And Haley, last night we were watching some of the Mae Young Classic, and we are discussing people in the Mae Young Classic. And I'm like, oh, that's Kimberly. And she's like, her say, say her name is whatever. I'm like, I show her. She goes, oh, she wrestled in Shakara. Like, see, that's the level we're talking at here, you know, kind of All thing. Right. A little different. Like, Haley goes, uh, Dad, she's not going to win because uh, Carrie Sane wins the whole thing. We're on the second match of the goddamn tournament. I'm like, Haley, I know. She goes, so why are you rooting for her? I go, because that's the girl I like. I was like, you know, like, I mean, we're in a match, and I'm like, I like Kaylee Ray. She goes, well, but she's not going to win the whole thing, Dad. I'm like, I know, Hales. Like, <laughs> you know, my daughter's also a kid. She's kind of a kind of a pain in the ass about that stuff. She, well, don't you know that? I'm like, oh, God, you're seven. Can you stop? You know, yeah. I know. Hurry up and be a smart mark already. Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is, is she's watching and she's like, "Why are you rooting for her?" I'm like, I'm "Like Mercedes Martinez, I love her. She's awesome." And she's like, "But she's not gonna win." And I'm like, "Do you know what, Haley? You know what?" <laughs> well, she was happy. She goes, "Dad, Ronda Rousey's in the crowd." I'm like, "Yes, it's part of the four horsewomen." She goes, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> and I'm oh, like, this is why I don't have kids. Damn. I was like, I was like, you better hope that this you go to sleep soon because it's not gonna end well for you. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, Roman Reigns, yeah. like you were saying. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 basically, he, he was grumbling. Roman Reigns was just for character. I said, yes, he does. And then, uh, so it was, it was a whole big character. thing. All that shrapnel about in the ring. You gotta yeah. be careful. Uh, you know, hey, it's, uh, you know, Roman Reigns' only facial expression, dull surprise. But, <laughs> uh, Do you know, <laughs> the funny part is they actually make a Roman right now. Uh, we were at Toy, this toy Store today, um, and they actually um, have, you know, like the, they have a Ric Flair robe you can buy, which is kind of cheap. No, it's expensive, but it's kind of cheap material. And they have a Randy, yeah. uh, a Randy Savage um, jacket or something you can buy. Like, it's weird stuff. And they have this Roman Reigns, and it's supposed to be his hand. You put your hand through it, and it's supposed to be his taped-up hand with the glove, right? But it has lights and sounds. So, Ooh. like, when you hit the ground, it's supposed to be like this, supposed to do the Superman punch thing. I'm like, what kid wants to do this? Like, if a kid's pretending to be Roman Reigns, they can pretend to punch the ground, too. They don't need it going, oh, ooh, you know, whatever. Like, whatever the fuck it's doing. Like, and they, and they put crowd cheers in there. Like, no one's cheering when that happens. They cheer <laughs> when he misses, but no one's like, ooh, Roman. No, like, no. To, be, to be fair, the target audience for a role-playing toy, a children's role-playing toy, are cheering when Roman does okay. a Superman punch, okay. but to be honest, not not necessarily the middle aged, overweight, smart Mark, who okay. is the one who's actually going to buy it yes. and yeah. then film a review of it on YouTube and yeah. say how much it sucks. But the the Ric, <laughs> the Ric Flair robe says adult costume on it, and the Randy Savage thing says adult costume. And Haley goes, "Why is it the adult costumes?" I go, "I don't know, Haley. That's what they say." And because she goes, she goes wear well, it in." The but she goes, "Will it fit you?" And I said, "No." <laughs> No, I said this probably wouldn't even fit mommy. Like I, 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 I don't know who they think they're. they're this is what I don't understand about WB, right? Because TNA figured this out, um, and TNA hasn't figured anything out. You, you can watch. T- say, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can watch TNA shows forever. <laughs> the all sentence just, has they, never been uttered before in the history of time. <laughs> TNA has figured it out. <laughs> the, the, TNA, when you go to a TNA show, right? Because I've been to a TNA show. They have, you know, small, medium, large, extra large, two XL, three XL. They actually carry 3XL at the show. You're like, oh, good, 3XL at the show. Now, in some shirts, they have 4XLs at the show, right? Like the Sting shirt, the real, the real popular shirts, they have them 4XL at a show. Okay, so you WBE, when you go to a show, unless they've changed in the last couple of years, and I don't know if they have, they have small, medium, large, XL, 2XL, and that's it. 
They don't even carry a 3XL, let alone uh, a 4XL. Not really reaching that audience. Well, but that's what I'm saying is, right, at ROH, ROH, when they originally had their thing, they used to carry, you know, small, medium, large, XL, 2XL, and then they, they didn't carry anything bigger than that. Then they started carrying 3XL because when you look at the freaking crowd, you're going to sell yeah. a number of 3XL shirts. I was going to say, at a Ring of Honor show, you're not going to sell too many smalls. Let's just, no, let's no, just well, call a spade a spade. No, 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 no. You could sell a small. Wait, wait. If, if I took took Haley to the show, if I would you buy brought her. a child to the yes. show, yes, you could yes. sell an adult. Smoke. That's who you were selling. I, and look, I don't, I don't know what ROH shows are up, up, uh, are like up in the Northeast, but here in the South, <laughs> boy, let me tell you. Okay, <laughs> when we went to that first show, not when they did, when they, before they were playing at at the Carabas Arena, when they were at the other arena in North yeah, Carolina, yeah. and not one but two fat guys broke their chairs, yes. <laughs> <laughs> not by standing on them. By sitting on them, Ooh. yeah, there there was some beef in that crowd that okay. night. Boy. So Chris, Chris, so um, <laughs> this is right after Luke's uh, first son was born, and, uh, and Kelly was pregnant with Jesse. Kelly and I flew down right after school ended. And we spent a week down there uh, with Luke and TJ and and, and his son. Right. Um, so the first night we're there after being delayed, however many hours the freaking plane was delayed because the pilot somehow couldn't figure out how to fly from Philly to New York. Um, on a yep. clear day with no rain and nothing else. Um, it was very hard for him to make that flight to New York. It's a two-hour train ride. Or no, it's it's a 35-minute train ride, a two-hour drive. Can't make it with the equipment we have here. Um, so we get Ugh. there. Luke and I, now there's two wrestling shows going on that night, semi-local to where Luke is. And so we go, which one do you want to go to? Well, one of them, we, Luke tried to contact them, but they would never get back to him confirming that the show was on because they had canceled shows the last couple of weeks. We didn't know if they were going to run. And the other one, I don't remember where it was, Luke. We hopped in the car. And it was drove. up in Spartanburg. Yeah. Spartanburg, okay. Um, and it was run by Ricky Morton, right? Oh, nice. Yes, that Ricky Morton. <laughs> and Ricky, yeah, Ricky, Ricky <laughs> Yes, folks, Morton. that Ricky Morton. Yes. <laughs> Just in case you thought it was someone else who called himself Ricky Morton trying to fool everybody. No. It's Richard Morton. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dick? From, the, from the York Dick? from the York Club or the York Foundation. The York Foundation. York Corporation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we get there and Luke and I are driving and we're like, where is this thing? And if the GPS tells me to turn here, I'm like, we're turning into this like abandoned looking church. It looks like I'm like, OK, That's it. right. Yep. Well, we, we didn't know that. So we get to the door and there's a guy standing there who I don't know if he was security or just happened to be standing there. And I'm like. This where the wrestling show is? He goes, oh, yeah, come on in. And he opens like a screen door, and we walk into – and it wasn't a church. I mean, they had church pews. They didn't have yeah. seats. They had church pews. <laughs> church pews. And That's this awesome. had to be – it looked kind of like a VFW hall. Yeah. If you cut like a, VF, a hall. Yeah. If, right. If you cut a VFW hall into thirds and took a third of it and put church pews in it. Um and they must have played bingo there because there was a bingo uh, light up thing. Yeah, a bingo board. Yeah, right. So we walk in and I'm like, okay, it might it might have been like it might have been like the ministry building or yes. the youth the yes. youth building or something yes. attached to the church. It probably, but was. it wasn't being used for anything but in any youth or youth ministry. Yeah. I can tell you that right no. now. Right. So they <laughs> the have the wrestling. Circle, they have a wrestling ring set up that's about the size of a queen size bed. Right. Okay. They have the the, the pews and the pews. I mean, and they're real old school like church pews not even like like i mean these things like were ripped out of a church somewhere and just stuck here and so i'm like all right let's go give us a go where we sit and they say you sit anywhere you're in general everything's general right the only place we couldn't sit was on the as you looked at the ring the left hand side because they had a birthday party going on 
and this <laughs> young lady, this young lady's birthday party was going on, and you said you just can't go over there. We're like, all right, no problem, we handle that. Okay. We went and sat right, and they had they had they had reserved seats for the regulars, and those reserved seats were uh, one was this, like a steel folding chair um, for the guy for the for the for the one guy who was there with his wife who was in a wheelchair. And okay, fine. So we they said, and it, but she was a regular. She was there all the time. Um, there was no big deal. I mean, and I got to admit, for I think what we what we paid ten dollars each to get ten in the bucks, door, maybe ten bucks. Right? And, and sure enough, as soon as you walk in that screen door, there's that handwritten sign on the back of a piece of cardboard, yeah. wrestling ten bucks, ten bucks, right? <laughs> you can see that sign on any on, on any VFW hall, yeah. church lot, anything, yeah. anywhere on any given weekend, just about any town in any state in this country. And you know what? It's though? always ten bucks. I don't yeah. know why that is. Because yeah, ten bucks <laughs> is easy. Because you, you have two people is twenty bucks. You get in the door, right? So we walk bucks, in. Yeah. And I, uh, I, you know, we we go grab our seat. And I'm like, okay. And the matches, I'm telling you right now, for for the the tiny, I'm not, I'm not kidding. It was the like a queen size bed basically where they were wrestling in. It was the smallest ring I've ever seen, ever. Um, and the wrestling wasn't bad. Um, the 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 ceiling was a little low, so the top rope stuff was kind of, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah. you know what though, they told good stories, and the crowd was red hot for the faces. Oh my god, they were and hot. they yeah. were shitting on the heels. And I mean, it was great. Luke and I must have looked like complete outsiders to them as, you know, we were, I mean, it's not like we're dressed up. We have on t-shirts and shorts. It's, you know, it's hot summertime in the South, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's might warm. And so I said, look, I right intermission. I go, all right, I'm going to get something to eat and drink. You want to He goes, yeah, I bring back something. So I walk over there and it's the girl's birthday and they, and the entire place gets up and sings happy birthday to her. Aww, right. Which nice. was super cool. Um, yep. and then she had a birthday cake and, um, so I'm walking over there and I'm like, okay. And she said, I'm like, Oh, well, happy birthday. I'm going to the concession stand, which is right next to the girl. Cause her mom is running the concession stand and the birthday party. So, uh. um, so I said there, I said, well, okay, so what do you got? And they got the king size chocolate bars, like the king size Snickers and stuff like that. Right. Oh yeah. Right. And they have the, 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 um, not the, remember, remember the, like the, what those called? Remember like, um, Mountain Dew and uh, all that. They weren't they weren't the twenty ounce. They were the big ones. They were the one liter. Yeah, yeah, big yeah, slams yeah, or yeah. But the, the ones the, that are the, yeah the big slam yeah big yeah. slam the ones that are With no the, longer the allowed huge, to be made. The huge top on the bottle. Yes, <laughs> insane, right? Like the ones that were. The, I love those. I wish they still made that, but they don't. I do too, right? Because now they charge you almost twice as much for only twenty ounces of soda. Anyway, yeah. well, that part of well, that part of that you're in New York, you get yeah. the tax on them too. So well, I understand. So yeah. I said, okay, well, I said, how much are the candy bars? Fifty cents. I'm like, oh, no, the, <laughs> give me ten. I go the big ones, honey. How much are the big ones? He goes, well, we have we have to charge fifty cents. I know that's a lot. I'm like, no, no. You know what? We're good. I go, how much are the sodas? And I'm waiting for her to say the sodas are two bucks because they had no waters. They had just soda. They had Mountain Dew and mm. Snickers bars. Now uh, I have played. Two different football games on only Mountain Dew and Snickers bars, and in those two football games, I recorded more sacks and tackles for losses. They were the two of the best <laughs> games I played in my entire life. Right? I played games well rested, you know, had a good breakfast and everything, and I felt man, I played like crap today. I played two games on on, on Snicker bars and Mountain Dew, and I killed it out there, just like LT on his cocaine. It was Snickers <laughs> and Mountain Dew. That's what made me go. Anyway, so I go, okay. So Thanks I buy- to my next point, kids. Yeah, Don't right. do crack. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, okay. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I got money in my wallet. So I'm like, all right, how much are the sodas? She goes, they're a dollar. We're sorry, but they only had the big ones. We have to charge a dollar. Yeah. 
Okay. I said, give me two sodas. I said, give me two sodas and give me four candy bars. Right. And she goes, Oh, okay. Um, and I go, and she, now she's looking for the cash box because they put it away because they don't like leave it out, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, here, yeah, here's yeah. a five. I said, keep it. She goes, no, but I owe you a dollar. I said, ma'am, I said, you know what? I said, if, if I need another soda, I'll just come back. You just, she goes, I'll, I'll, I'll owe you a soda. I'm like, don't worry about it. If I need one, we'll come back up. Let me see if my brother wants anything else. I got four giant Snickers bars and two <laughs> ice cold. I mean, ice cold. I don't know. They had, they had this like a block of ice. They was like, it was like a three stooges sketch. Yeah. Luke and I are eating yeah. now, but the problem is in there, what would you say it was in there? A hundred degrees? Like it had to be. Oh, at least it had to be at least hundred degrees. I mean, it you, was, you walk in, it was like walking into a wall because it was, it was so hot. It was there. hot outside. I mean, they it had was, and it they was... and they had they, they had ceiling fans. Set yes, up, but obviously they you could see where they took the one that would be right above the ring out because they had like the wires. <laughs> the and wires stuff stuck are back into the so... ceiling. You know, yeah. but it's like just oh, nothing man. moving. It's like you know the people got fans and they basically look like they're in church because we're all sitting in pews fanning ourselves screaming. Except they're guys wrestling instead of, you know, somebody giving a sermon. Anybody so, wearing Sea so, Sucker or Velveteen? So the problem God, is, I forgot. So the problem most is be, now, Most people are just wearing shorts and, and, and you know... Not even hoping. wrestling shirts. Not even wrestling not even shirts. Wrestling. We walked in in wrestling shirts. We stood out. Yeah. Like, Luke and I are wearing wrestling <laughs> shirts. Oh, know that, that, that big time wrestling. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, that was what he called. I mean, they're looking at us like, okay, and we sit together and they're like, mm, what are they doing? Like, they, we, we, they, no one recognized us. So immediately we are like, mm, how does that look, right? And a lot of people are walking in and they just got off work. You know, they definitely because this was like a Friday night or something like that, or right? Was it Friday? Yeah, it was, it was Friday night. Friday night. So guys had got off work, you know, like whatever they were working, and they're coming in and like, you know, like their sleeves cut off their shirt and their work, and then and, you know they they're obviously been working outside all day. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. I'm not just talking, out, but I'm saying they didn't come dressed like if, if you went to. A wrestling show up here in the north. Every, there are guys there with three different, uh, you know, full. I don't mean like the, the the plastic knockoffs. Real wrestling belts, and oh, they'll yeah. wear them, right? And then and then they'll bring like, oh no, uh, you know, Raven's gonna be here. Let me pull my ECW belt out so we can autograph it. Oh, the Sandman too. Yes, I will. Be, like that's <laughs> the kind of crowd we get up here. That was yeah. not that crowd. Well, all I know yeah. is. We sit down to eat the candy bars, and the candy bars are um, soft compared to because <laughs> it's hot. So we're eating the candy I, I, bars. You know what though? The, when the Snickers bar is soft, oh. I, I, nobody likes a hot Snickers bar. Well, I, I do. I do like frozen <laughs> Snickers. Um, what I'm saying is, we're eating the Snickers, and we're drinking the soda, and I'm like, man, we're gonna be so dehydrated driving home. Oh my god. Were. Um, so for the problem, because you're sweating, and, and soda is the worst thing to drink when you're sweating, but there's no water, right? I don't know if there was a bathroom. So we were, I didn't, <laughs> probably a I, good thing there wasn't. Yeah. Uh, so we, 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 I mean, but it's just so funny because we're sitting there watching and Ricky Morton comes out and oh my, the, Jesus Christ could have walked out and had the same reaction. Oh my God, Ricky, Rick, he's there every week. He runs the show. He tagged with his young, his son, not the one yeah. who's now in his thirties. He's tagging with the teenager <laughs> in the main event. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I I know this is kind of going far afield from what uh, the that, question that was. was. That was, I mean, I've been to show. some memorable shows. Great show. That is one of the most memorable show. shows I've, and I'll never, other than Ricky Morton, we'll never see any of those no. people ever again. No. And God, that was a fantastic show. Yeah, I, I can't oh I can't tell you what happened in any match. There was no. a women's match. 
Um, and the women were as far from divas or knockouts or whatever you want to call them as they could possibly be. No, I mean, the thing was, dude, like, remember, this is, this is, you know, what? I mean, 10 years ago, right? Or how? Well, uh, yeah, but this was about, about nine years ago. Nine years ago, right. Yeah, cause, yeah, cause, yeah. Um, but I'm saying, so, I mean, we're not talking like, you know, in the 90s. This is in the 2000s. Like, women's wrestling, like, Shimmer kind of already existed. Like, these are things that already existed. But these women came out and they were just, all right. And I'm like, hey, good for them. They're getting in there and a lot of hair pulling and stuff. But they, like, you were not like, it wasn't like, um, like I look at this way when I, when we were, Kelly and I went to a show in, uh, at, uh, North Rockland, which is a, uh, um, North, 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 North Rockland, North, North Rockland high school is bigger than some college campuses and it takes forever to walk around. Well, we were there and we, we met, um, uh, Velvet Sky, Velvet Sky, who is insanely gorgeous. We met Angelina Love, who's insanely gorgeous. We met Awesome Kong, who is terrifying, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. but you're meeting these women. You're like, oh, like, oh, you're great. And Ke- Kelly is pregnant this time. So Kelly's got her, her, you know, her pregnant belly sticking out and stuff. And we're like, oh, you're like, oh, you're awesome. We love you guys, or whatever, you know, kind of thing. And Awesome Kong, you're like, please, please don't hit us. Like, please. Like, she's <laughs> pregnant. Do not hit a pregnant lady, or, you know. Um, and I'm looking at these women down there. Luke and I are going like, like I seriously, like you know, what I'm saying, like you're not like you're not gonna not like they might be mean, but they they weren't in the best shape, and they really uh, right after the match they were running into the, the dressing room for a for a Marlboro and a shot of whiskey. Yeah. Well, that's like, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, let's keep this real, you know. Anyway, I felt like at some point they might ask Luke and I to wrestle each other because oh, like, God. hey, you guys got wrestling, huh? Right? I'm like, okay, uh, let's put the match together we did back in the day, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> So you laugh. I, you know um, what? Though? I mean, that that sounds awesome. Just the the thought of having like a weekly, basically a private promotion sure, that you yeah. get to go watch. I think it would be awesome. I, I would. Be I would not be surprised if whoever ran. I mean, Ricky Morton might. You know, it might be. It might be his parish or his. You know, whatever. Because it was every week. This was an every week happening. You know, it was just. It was the same people getting together. I mean, at ten bucks a head to get in. I don't know if anyone else paid but us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not sure if everyone paid their 10 bucks when they got in. Cause some people were just walking in the back door, but like, cause they were regulars, right? Is it like, you know, a yearly pass is like, well, I paid a hundred bucks. I get to come every week. You know, I don't know. So, but yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, fun times. Just to fun times. Fun, <laughs> good to, as, as Colt Cabana would say, good times, great memories. Yeah. Back in the the old school Colt Cabana, but um, uh, just to finish up Robert's emails here, he says, <laughs> for, for as another email. thought of a possible show, how about the greatest manager? And I'm going to say that's already been on our list. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That'll be a fun one. Yeah. And uh, uh, I know there have been some talk in the show so far about managers, but not a whole show or long segment dedicated to them. Anyways, keep up the good work. And watch out for whoever is taking out one third of the Get Back to the Wrestling crew. Who knows? The next one might be you. <laughs> Thanks again, Robert Ludwig, Nevada, Iowa. And that immediately puts the suspicion right on Robert, as far as I'm concerned, because That's he right. just basically called us all out. Yeah. So listen, Black Scorpion, we ain't got time for this. So <laughs> it's okay. It'll be Robert and as the Black Scorpion until the, until they switch it at the end, and he you know gets like a foot and a half shorter and twenty pounds lighter. And changes color. <laughs> Fucking Al Perez. It's Al Perez. You can see his hair. Then it's Ric Flair. It's clearly not the same guy. 
<laughs> but yes, thank you. Uh, thank you, Rob, for writing in. Really good points across the board and, and some good suggestions on there. So yeah. uh, I, I think those are all great ideas that we'll probably end up uh, hitting at some point in, in the future here uh, on the show. But uh, uh, now that we're, let's see, about 30 minutes into the show, maybe we should get on to our actual topic. At least, you know, in, in just in the uh, approaching some type of format. That's, you know, he's off format. Get yeah, his mic off. He's off format. <laughs> Joey, we're off format already, off. Joey. I can't believe we're off format already, Joey. <laughs> well, that's what happened to CM Punk. Punk went off format. That's why they cut his mic off. But, um, Actually, the story time. I've always heard is during the the pipe bomb is that he was gonna he was gonna bring up the the don't be a bully be a star and that's when his mic got cut off. Yeah, they let uh, him get away with a don't... lot of it. Uh, yeah, you know what's funny is is that I mean obviously it wasn't meant for TV but they did um, before all that happened he did the when he came out and him and John Cena went we're going back and forth to each other and they cut away the commercial because that's what people want to see on TV. Hey, CM Punk and John Cena are going at it. Let's cut away the commercial for yeah. whatever's going on, and then. Uh, they go back and forth and they have a rap battle, which is hysterical because you're like, what? And there, and Punk's like, it's not on TV. It's only for you guys. And someone's videoing it and put it up on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm like, right, yeah. hey, because <laughs> Punk, they had no problem turning to the camera and be like, yeah, like, hi, you know, whoever, like, hi, Colt, hi, whatever. I mean, like, it's just such a, Luke and I, uh, well, the other, last night, right? Last, last night we were talking, right, Luke? And yeah, it was, yeah, it was yesterday, yeah. yeah. I said to Luke, I said, uh, and again, whenever this comes out, you know, we, this is, we're recording this prior to the Rumble. Um, uh, I said to Luke, I said, well, the rumor is that Ronda Rousey is going to be the, in the Women's Rumble. She's a two-to-one favorite. She's not the favorite favorite. That's uh, that's Asuka to win the Women's Rumble. I said, but that would be a, a big, the biggest mainstream thing you could do at the Rumble to you know, get mainstream coverage. Ronda Rousey, that's a lot of coverage. And Luke, and I said, I said, it's the biggest mainstream thing. And Luke said to me, he goes, well, it's not the biggest thing. That, I mean, if Daniel Bryan's number 30 in the men, that would be the biggest thing for the wrestling fan. I said, unless it's CM Punk. And Luke's like, that is never going to happen. So I said, yeah, they'll, they'll, I said, I would sooner buy it being the big show dressed <laughs> as CM Punk, oh my God. which would be the greatest trolling ever. Because if there's be a way for the, I mean, it, and big show's retiring. He doesn't care. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm just saying. I think mean, you imagine that he could turn, 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 turn. Now comes the big show. And yeah. <laughs> this just nobody like cult of personality hits, and because they're in Philly, and everyone would just lose their ever-loving mind. Like it would just be like, oh my god, it's the oh my god, it's the big show. Like just complete like Rick rolling the crap at everybody. Like you know, then McMahon's in the back. We got him. Oh my god, it's like last year when I sent the wrong Samoan named Joe out there. Fuck them, you know. Like everyone's like, man, save this match with Samoa Joe. Oh, look, a Samoa named Joe, but a wrong fucking guy. At least he didn't fucking win. So you know, kind of thing. No, no, we have Randy Orton for that. We're good. I was so, gonna say, how many people have forgotten that Randy Orton won the Royal Rumble last year? Um, like, Ra- like, you ready for this? Randy Orton. Randy Orton. The betting lines had Randy Orton as the a big favorite to win last year, and everyone's like, "What the hell are they talking about? This can't be right." And he fucking won. That's the problem. Like someone in there, like they had decided it was going to be Orton. Like it, th- having Orton win last year screams of like, ah, oh, shit, what are we going to do? Lesnar wasn't <laughs> supposed to fall out of the ring. You yeah. know Because <laughs> Lesnar did fall out of the ring, right? Yeah. You know, it seems like something's wrong. Quick, send someone out there with a finish, right? It, it screams that. But obviously it wasn't. It was what they had quote unquote planned. I mean, 
I don't know if anyone's technically booking this shit because, you know, <laughs> someone's getting paid to be a you – no, know, that's not true. I shouldn't say anyone's getting paid to be a booker. They're getting paid to be a fucking writer because wrestling yeah. is written now, not booked. Because when wrestling was booked, it made sense and it worked. A writer's like, hey, let's have a joke here. It's like, thanks, dickhead. Like, you have ne- – the problem is this. When you have people who have never done – I don't – I mean, I have never wrestled, wrestled professionally. I admit that. But I have do- played sports and I've seen a lot of this. When you have someone who's never watched wrestling or likes wrestling or cares about wrestling, do it. I mean, good Lord, we're trying to get rid of Russo for years. He had the same shit, except he had a lot of naked people in it. Now these guys are all like, um, you know, it'd be really cool. Left the best. Okay. Like it's fucked, dude. It's shit. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Just get no, angry. It, anyway. It's fucked, dude. It's, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> this man, this man is this man is shaping the minds of the next generation. That is true. Yeah. Let, so we, you know, you can control the outcome of. Oh, anyway, let's get to the topic at hand: the video yeah. games. The video games. That's right. Except, you mash those wait, buttons fast enough. Wait. Except the computer is a cheating fucking bastard. The che- so. computer is a cheating bastard. Well, what, what's funny? What? No, what's funny about that trope is that that extends to all forms of video games forever. It does to forever. the point that my wife will be playing. Rummy 500 on her tablet. And she's like, every card I throw out, the guy picks up. And I'm like, honey, the computer is a cheating fucking bastard. It is. <laughs> That's when I play, when I play with my mother, it's the same thing. She's a cheating fucking bastard. <laughs> she, I, I, I've been playing her for over 30 years, and I think I've only won about six times. Yeah. She's, she's, she's picking up your tell. She's like, hold the cards, but I can't see where I mark them. That, you know? That's like, that's like our, uh, that's like our great aunt. She, oh, she is legally blind. She's got the oversized, like the cards with the giant printing on them, you know, the, the vision impaired and she still cards. Can't even see those. And she's holding them up to her nose, and then she like, you know, draws to an inside straight and beats you. It's like, yeah. God damn it! <laughs> Mimi does. It's not even funny because Mimi and her and her sister Jay are both so blind. They are they are ins- they were so blind. They rub the they played rummy cube. They rummy cube. They rub them. I don't know what rubbing them will do. They get them close to the, yeah. But there's there's nothing to feel. But they rub it right, and they get right They were like, but but the problem is they don't do it maliciously. But they just are card sharks, and you can't play with them when you're a kid trying to play. You want to play war? They're like, no, no, let's play rummy, and let's play for money. Like what? Like <laughs> I'm six, you know, kind of thing. Um, but the problem is they were like, Luke, Luke's been there when this happened. He'll say, he'll say, uh, Mimi's like, Carol, Carol, what's this in my hand? She goes, uh, it's a king. I know, it's a, it's a straight. You know, it's, oh, I got this. You're like, fuck, like, are you, are you trolling us too? Like, before trolling was a yep. thing? Yeah. But they are so blind. They can't see a goddamn thing. But the two of them together, like, they both, well, yeah, now they, they can't really hear. But they, quiet, Kelly. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Kelly's over here, like, fucking trolling us. <laughs> It's uh, exactly what it, like my my mother and her sister, my yeah. aunt. Uh, it, they would two of them in a game. They they beat your ass. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, that, that's anyway. why that's why our generation, you know, perfected video games so we could beat our parents at something, something mostly. Yeah. But uh, well, we just like playing with ourselves. Yes. <laughs> All I know is, uh, hey, welcome to a. Hey, it's it's get back to the wrestling, the game where you can play with yourself. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Luke, Luke will, Luke will vouch for this. Is there's a picture that Dad took? Uh, it was had to be Christmas Eve because we were over at, at uh, our, our cousin's house, right? And Luke and Adam, and for any of you who play in the fantasy football league, you know our cousin Adam um, <laughs> yes. uh, are playing 
Uh, you got You're playing on whatever the it had to be on the Genesis because that was the. We're playing system, on the Genesis, right? In Adam's and, room, yeah. And they're in Adam's room, and they're both very intensely playing, right? They're both watching the screen. Like, there's a lot of like, okay, like you because Adam would cheat on purpose. And, and uh, a controller or two has bounced off of people, including my wife, um, as Adam has cheated at holidays and Luke's got mad. Um, <laughs> just saying. Um, and then the other picture, because her belly's back to back. The other picture is, and I'm sitting there, and, and I have my hands thrown up in the air, and Danny is looking at the screen like he can't understand. Now, mind you, my cousin and I are 10 days apart in age, uh, my older cousin, right? Uh, that's, we're the same age. So, and so it's, we're older, we, we were the older siblings, so we're the ones, who, we're playing the Nintendo, like the original Nintendo, and we're having the hardest time in the world playing Tecmo football. They, it's like the most easiest game in the world, and I've thrown my hands up in the air, and I'm like, I don't know, and Danny is looking at the screen as if he is trying to figure out the cure for cancer. Like, they could be not be, and they were taken mere seconds apart. Yeah. Like, it's, like <laughs> Luke and Adam, laser focus. Gonna, I'm not. I'm like, you want to fucking cheat me today? Like, like ready to have a brawl? Like, just so focused on the game. And Danny and I are like, what the hell is going on? You know, kind of thing. <laughs> that right there, I think, describes the difference between because you'll hear Luke and I like playing the same game, like playing the same games a lot of times. We played against each other, but there, right there, I think, is the difference. When you start seeing what Luke and I differ on on this list, that will, I think, describe it. Luke and yeah. I played video games against each other a lot. There were some games I was really good at, and, and most games I was really bad at because it just wasn't my thing, right? But that right there, nothing probably describes our video game life more than that. Together, we were okay. Like, like we were playing Bimini Run, and one of us is driving and one of us is shooting. We're pretty yeah, good. Bimini Run. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I'm driving, Luke's just shooting, you know, kind of thing. We drive the other way. It works, too. Like, we're good. But, you yeah. know, so. Little Lakers versus Celtics, well, you know. Anyway, the Lakers versus Celtics. Well, the the um, <laughs> but the first the so what so what we did for this was basically we we left the criteria completely open. We just said <laughs> just whatever your favorite wrestling video games, whatever reason, any system, any era, and uh, and I, the first one that immediately popped to my mind is the first wrestling game I ever played. And uh, growing up, we didn't have uh, an NES. We had a Sega Master System. In fact, my Master System is literally down the hall from me, hooked up in my guest room. I was playing on it earlier today. That's that's how I roll. Nice. And <clears throat> so the game that I'm talking about is Pro Wrestling oh, God, for the wrestling. Sega Master System, released in 1986 by Sega, as most games uh, uh, for the Master System were developed and published by Sega. This is the U.S. version of the Japanese game, which is uh, Gokaku Dome Dump Matsumoto, which is actually an officially licensed game from All Japan Women, starring Dump Matsumoto and her stable. And uh, the Japanese version actually has Dump Matsumoto, Bolnikano, Condor uh, Saito, and then a mysterious masked member of her team. And then the other two teams are the air quotes, the, uh, the air quotes, fresh gals. Who is one team Ooh. is the Jumping Bomb Angels, yes, of course, and then the other team is the Crush Gals, which is yes. Linus Asuka and Chigusa Nagoya. Now here in the U.S., we didn't get any of that. No, all <laughs> all the women were gone and replaced with fictitious male wrestlers, and these are yes. these are the these are the most awesome fake wrestlers ever. <laughs> I love all four of these teams. You get two. You get like I said, you get you get uh, four teams in this thing. You get the the uh, the Mad Soldiers. Yeah, which is Muscle Soldier and Iron Soldier, and they are the greatest knockoff of the Road Warriors yes. ever. And that that's who Jay played as one hundred percent of the time. Hundred percent of the time. Ever played. 
anyone else. <laughs> no, I did. I played as the, with, with the blonde guy with the hair. So, oh, yeah. Okay, well, I'll go to them now. That's the Crush Brothers. Yes. The Ooh. elder Crusher and the younger Crusher, who, to, uh, to, uh, to me anyway, always looked like Ric Flair and... Arn Anderson. Yes, Rick that's Arnold. what they yeah. looked like. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> you had the, the, the uh, you had the great mask men yes. who were green green mask and Stonehead. Stonehead. Stonehead, and he had a headbutt. That was he one did. of the Stonehead. That, oh, that, that was like headbutt. Hero, you got you got it. Hang on, Lou. It's like I'm not kidding, dude. Like this game, we we rented this game. That's how bad this was. Yeah. We, and we we're like. Oh my god! And we, we played it and played it and played. Dad's like, we got to bring it back. I'm like, no, we got to buy this. Like, the best we did. Ever. We got it. We got it for Christmas that yeah. year. And then the the last team is the Orient Express, where Dragonfly and Giant Bull, and they're yes. a foreigner. Like back infringement to me. Yeah. <laughs> and and as Jay as, as Jay said, we I remember we rented this game at the time. The video game rentals were at the pharmacy. Yes. Right mm-hmm. next to Petri's, which was the five and ten. Yep. And the pharmacy has one of the places that rented. They rented mostly Nintendo games, but they had some Master System games. Yep. And I remember you and Dad went, and you picked out the game. And it was impressive. And we came back, and you was like, I got this wrestling game. And we played it nonstop. It's like, go to bed. It's like, no, we can't. We can't finish it. It's like, shut up and go to bed, you idiot. But uh, and, and then it, it showed up, you know, it showed up at Christmas. Because, oh, my God, this game is amazing. Now, this, it's only tag team matches. Yes. Oh, and not only is it only tag team matches, the there are... The, the teams that stand at the top corner of the ring and the teams that stand at the bottom corner of the ring, they're locked there. So the Iron Soldiers cannot fight the Great Mask Men, right. and the Orient Express cannot fight yes. the Crush Brothers. That's right. Which, which means that I got to play a lot as the Orient Express <laughs> and the, the Crush Brothers because obviously Jay was playing as the Mad Soldier. <laughs> in retrospect, I play as the Mask Men sometimes in one player just to play as them. So, but the, the, what, what I always think about this game, there are some common moves. Uh, you can punch, you can kick. If you press both buttons, you run. And if you slam into them, it's called a body attack. The game helpfully puts the name of the attack on the yes. screen as you hit. Kick, well, that's kick, nice. Body attack. No. Then every, each character has three unique moves that they can do, which is, for 1986, this was mind-blowing. Yeah. This was absolutely mind blowing. And now on the end, now the WrestleMania game on the NES had no special moves for anybody yeah. except that I think Bam Bam Bigelow could do a cartwheel. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and so this, this was, I mean, we, we had played WrestleMania cause our cousins had it, but oh, yeah. this was mind blowing. So like, um, the, uh, the, like Dorian express, uh, if a, if a character's down, you can go over to him. You press one button, you pin. If you press and hold the other button, you'll do their special move. Uh, dragonfly had a giant swing. And he'd yes. swing you around and throw you. Great Bull, had, or Giant Bull, had a Boston Crab, and he, you would your life meter would go down, and if it went too low, you'd tap out. Yeah, the younger Crusher had a German suplex. That was where I, the first place I ever saw a German suplex was in this game. Yep. And he would pin you. He would, he would bridge into the German suplex and pin it. And the, I remember the, the two soldiers, one had an elbow drop, one had a knee drop, so they were yep. just always pounding me on the ground. Yeah. Oh man, this this it, and I said it was just and it moved really it moved around the ring real quick. Oh yeah. If you jumped out of the ring, sometimes there'd be a chair. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and Ooh. this is the weird part. Now from the teams I've described, in my mind, the Mad Soldiers and the Great Masked Men would be the baby faces. And the Orient Express and the Crush Brothers would be the heels. That's how I always figured it, right? Yeah, right. Because Road Warriors <laughs> 
even if they were heels, they were still getting cheered. And in the 80s, dudes who wore masks were usually babyface. Yeah. And then on the other side, you got the, the two good-looking blonde guys that are supposed to be the horsemen. Okay, they're heels. And then the two foreigners. So they're heels, right? <laughs> if you jump out of the ring and the chair is there, the mass men and the soldiers can grab the chair and use it. Right. The, the uh, Express and the brothers, can't. if they grab it, the chair goes away. That never made sense to me. Yeah. And the, the, I also, I'll, I'll try and cut the music in if I if I can find it. But the when you picked up the steel chair, it had its own theme music. Yes. Oh. just a fantastic game. So I, this this game is ridiculous, but it's so much fun. Yeah. I I I, I still play it. I'll play it on emulator now. The and best again. is the what do you call it? The fact that their heads are too big for their bodies. Ah. Like not not like Funko Pop too big too big, but their heads are just a little too big for their body. Like it's not like they're full size wrestlers either. They're like kind of right, Lou. Yeah, they're it, they're little they're a little super deformed. They're a little super so deformed. It, it, yeah, but it, it but it, the thing is, it plays well on the because uh, it's not trying to look realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it plays very well on the Master System with its with what it can do graphically, as opposed to a game again a game like WrestleMania on the NES, which tries to look realistic and just looks in, ridiculous. Right. Right, right. No, I, I'm, I'm just saying it's, it's just yeah. funny how. So, oh my god. god and one game. last thing, one last awesome. thing I will say is that the one-player mode is insane. Yeah. Because it is a it is a ten-round match. Ooh. So you've got to beat the opponent ten times. Yes. And then you fly to the next city and you beat the other team ten times. And when I was a kid, I played through this. I'm thinking, okay, I'm finally gonna get the to play the team that I can't play against. Nope, you play the first team again. Oh, God. Like I said, so many hours of my brother and I playing mm-hmm. this, and then inevitably making these guys in Raider create a wrestler formats in other video oh, games. Oh, sure. You yep, have this, yep. these teams out there. Yeah. Classic, classic stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so who, who's got who's got a game that can hope to compare to pro wrestling on the Masters? Here, did you have a real old game, Hero, on there? Uh yeah, I had a real old game. Okay. I have a. <clears throat> let me see here. I want to make. I want to make sure I say this correctly. Um, so the. Uh, let's see. The Japanese is Kanikuman uh, <clears throat> Masuru Tagu Machi. Kanikuman uh, Muscle Tag Match, uh, or in America, just Tag Team Match Muscle. Uh, remember your muscle toys? Yeah. That was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kaneki Man was a was a big property in Japan. Uh, over here, we just we just got the little pink eraser looking guys to play with, and they were fun. And I had the the uh, the ring, and I had good goddamn, I had all them freaking muscle guys. I don't know any of the characters' names. I don't know they were every size and shape. But there was also a tag team wrestling game that came out before NES Pro Wrestling mm-hmm. in the United States, uh, and that was tag team match muscle, and. Uh, you had a, a singles mode, which was a one-on-one bout, and you could also do a two-on-two tag team wrestling match. Um, a button would jump, B button, B button punched, and activated a special move. But you did have to collect a, a power-up that was uh, tossed into the uh, into the ring uh, by a character called Meat <laughs> before you could do. Your <laughs> so, grab that meat. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, is it is it the best wrestling game? No, but it was it's certainly fun. This is uh and this is another one where there was um regional differences. So uh you had the 
the character roster here, we had a uh, Kinnicky man, uh, but in America he was called Muscle Man. Uh, he had the uh, Kinnicky driver as his finisher, carry the opponent and jump off screen straight up and coming and coming down. Uh, it's one of the most damage-inducing moves in the game. You also had Terry Man. He did the bulldog headlock. Uh, Ramen Man. He's not a college kid, believe it or not. He did a leg larry. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Mask. Everybody remembers Robin Mask. Natural. He did the uh, Tower Bridge, which was, uh, is an Argentine backbreaker. Uh, you know, Lex Luger's torture rack. Um, Buffalo Man, but in the North American version, he's Terry Bull. <laughs> which is great, because now he shares his name with, uh, he, he's like the brother of a Transformer that was Horrible. Yes. He was a headmaster, yeah. <laughs> yes, he would uh, do the hurricane mixer. Uh, he would charge at you with his horned head. Uh, I got a hurricane mi- mixer at that bar. Where were we? Oh, yeah. No, that was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> no comment, dream. <laughs> <laughs> no comment, dream. No comment. <laughs> uh, we had the warsman who did a bear claw. Uh, a short amount. I say you're, you're weak to that finishing move, aren't you, hero? The bear claw? Uh, get a cup, yes. get a couple of those and a big cup of coffee or something. I have day, man. That's what I. <laughs> yeah. They don't even have to. You know what? It doesn't even have to be good bear claw or good donut. You give me the box of the Entenmann soft mixed donuts. Oh and I don't, gosh! And I'm talking about the ones that are the plain, the cinnamon, and the powdered sugar. Like oh, that's yeah. all I need. Oh yeah. <laughs> good to go. Get, give me those plain ones. I'll be dunking them in my coffee all morning long. Ah yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ashura Man with the Ashura Buster. I don't remember what the hell it did. And now the other regional difference in the Japanese version, we had Brocken Jr., whose finisher was the Nazi gas attack. Can't imagine why Nintendo of America pulled that out. In North America, <laughs> that character was Geronimo, and his finisher was the Apache War Cry, and they did some slight alterations to the to the sprites. <laughs> to, uh, oh, my. So, that, 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 okay, so we're like, okay, this is 100% offensive, and this is only mostly offensive? There's <laughs> a long legacy of Native American-themed wrestlers in professional wrestling. I understand I mean, that, but it's like pretty offensive, but it's cool. I'm okay with it. I don't care. And the thing with Japanese games... Yeah. And my understanding is all these guys are from Man anyway, yeah. so the, the, it was the anime that was, that was you know, broadly stereotypical, as many Japanese products of the era are. No. You know, one only needs look at to look at Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Uh, what? what? <laughs> I, I don't know. What could possibly be racially insensitive about Mike Tyson's Punch-Out when you have an Indian character who teleports, uses magic, and flies on a magic carpet? Or a French guy who's a coward who gets hit in the face and falls down. Or a Japanese guy that eats sushi constantly. And, uh, you know, or a, a guy from the islands who's a big fat savage. You know, there's, there, or, or a Russian guy who is a. I mean, there, there's a few culturally insensitive things, as awesome as they are, in Mike Tyson's Punch Out, which doesn't bother me, but apparently bothers younger people on the internet nowadays. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like if you got if you have a problem with with uh, with uh, Soda Popinski, you know, you can go to hell. You can go straight to hell. Yeah, well, Erotic. at least they changed that. He was Vodka Drunkinski. Vodka, vodka Drunkinski, yeah. About the only pe- guy pe- everyone is cool with is Bald Bull, because Bald Bull is the man. Yeah, yeah he's so easy to take down, though. <laughs> Yeah, now he is. Yeah. Yes. Now that you know that you've got to wait for that little guy to pop up and boom, hit him right in the stomach. Right in the old guts. My barber didn't know when to quit. Do you? 
<laughs> I'm, I don't know that I've ever actually played Tag Team Match Muscle. I remember I this I cover. Haven't. I remember seeing it. Yeah. And I remembered we had some muscle guys. Oh, we had tons. Uh, muscle things. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and we eventually got, like, we, I think we each had a five pack of the, the they used to come in a, a five pack and then they had a 10 pack in the trash can. And yeah. Jay, you had yeah. that because you kept all you guys in the can. And then later when they that, did the, the big 20 colors, pack, yeah. right, they had the big boxes and they had, they had different colors. They had like an orange and a blue. Oh and, yeah. The yeah. big boxes were great. They had like a hundred guys in them. Yep. Yeah. And we, I know we got a bunch of those. <clears throat> because I remember, uh, one I always remember is we got the little announcer. It was the one guy who looked like a human. I have him still somewhere. Yeah. He looked he, like he Joey Styles. He looked like Joey, Joey Styles, Styles, actually, which is kind of weird because it was like 10 years for Joey Styles. Before Joey Styles up. existed, yeah. Yeah. But I've never played Tag Team as much. I'll, I'll have to put that on an emulator because, like I said, it's 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 such a relic, you know? And Kanuki Man is such a big property. It's been around for so long. And they actually tried to import Kanuki Man a couple of the times. Anime, like actually, yeah. Anime, yeah. A couple of times. It was called Ultimate Muscle, if I remember correctly, when they yes. did it on Fox around like 2002, right when they brought over Ultraman Tiga. They also brought over uh, um, Kanuka Man, and neither of them caught on. Yeah, no. But uh, I'm just looking at his art. It's awesome. I love that old muscle logo. That's so 80s. Isn't it? Tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> the fist and periods. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stand for something cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, I don't have one that's probably as old as that because I'm looking at the. Well, I have one on here that is oh, very old and it came out a long time ago. But I, I'm going to save that because that's a little different. That's not a. Uh, uh, it's a video game, but it's a little different kind of video game. And Luke kind of knows what I'm talking about. So I'm going to jump ahead of system here. Um, I'm talk about the Sega uh, Sega Genesis. You know, kind of thing. So we're now we're we're jumping from the Master System right to the Sega Genesis, and uh, I think I mean here. Did you have a Ma- uh, Genesis or no? I had a Sega Genesis. Yes, you did. Okay, great. Um, so and obviously Luke and I had a, a Sega Genesis, and I remember opening uh, yeah, that. That Sega Genesis is in my bonus room, <laughs> yes. hooked up right now. And when Luke and I opened the Sega Genesis, that was the first thing we opened on Christmas, and like I think we sucked all the air out of the house. Like we were so fucking pumped we got it. Um, and the funny part is, is that then we start opening games for it. And uh, I made the joke, Lakers vs. Celtics. That was the first game I opened was Lakers vs. Celtics. <laughs> and um, Lakers vs. Celtics was phenomenally amazing. And But that's what I hear for that. But the, the rest, there's two wrestling games on my list from the Sega Genesis. Um, one of them is the, uh, a WWF game. And one of them is uh, a Japanese import. So, um, in, in light of what Chris was just talking about, let's talk about the Japanese import. And the Japanese import I'm talking about was known as Saturday Night Slam Masters. Um, oh, yeah. now the Saturday Night Slam Masters, um, featured, I mean, they're not real wrestlers, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> um, the, the problem with the, I just say a problem, but with Saturday Night Slam Masters is there, there's different versions. So the Saturday Night Slam Masters that we had for the Genesis, um, Oh, what text it called? It was Saturday Night Slam Masters, known in Japan as Muscle Bomber, the Body Explosion. Right. Yeah, that's what I like to do every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and well, mu- mu- yeah, mu- well, this this was uh, this was a uh, this started Cap- Muscle Bomber, the Body Explosion, was an arcade game. Yes. Uh, by Capcom on their yes. on their CPS uh, arcade board, which is the same board that was 
um, uh, Street Fighter 2 and Darkstalkers and a lot of their arcade games from the uh, the early to mid-90s was a, either the CPS-1 or CPS-2 hardware. And so Saturday Night Slam Masters was kind of from that Mm-hmm. Uh, that style of arcade game, and it, <clears throat> so it got brought over here to the to the U.S. in arcade form, and then was ported to the 16-bit systems, uh, as was the style of the times. And and even better, it was released on my birthday in 1993. So uh, you know that makes it super cool. <laughs> um, so the yes. thing is with the characters in the game, uh, they had the names that they had in the U.S. and then their other names. So um, Biff Slam Slankovic which is the Russian, right? He's the main protagonist in the whole thing. Um, Gunlock, who in, uh, is named Lucky Colt. Uh, then you had the Great Oni, which was Mysterious Budo. Uh, Titanic Tim, Titan the Giant. El Stingray was El Stinger. He was the luchador. Uh, Mike Macho Hagar. Mike Hagar, yeah. Hagar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, from Final Metro Fight. City. Yeah. yeah, final fight. Yeah. I love. I always love that he was the mayor. Yep. This giant ripped dude with the with with the the overalls with one strap. Yep. was the mayor. I imagine him going to like city council meetings wearing that. Yeah, well, you get you get a lot of shit done. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, you have Alexander the Greater, which is Sheep the Royal, um, King Rastaman, missing oh. I, which is known as Missing IQ Gomes. A wild and feral-like man who acts like a savage beast in combat. Um, Jumbo Flapjack, it's Kamala the Bouncer, and then the Scorpion, which is the game's final boss, which is the Astro. Now, the Scorpion, if I remember correctly, you couldn't play as him. No. Um, no, you couldn't play as the Scorpion. Saturday Slam Masters, you could not play as Jumbo Flapjack. That was uh, the CPU only. Um, yeah, he he was the he was the he was the he was the, the sub boss. Yep, and then there was the Scorpion, and then Victor Ortega, um, which are the two. And then you also couldn't play as Black Widow, the Wrath, or Ripper Saber. Um, but the other ones you could play as. Uh, yeah. And um, so, funny story about that. Now, Luke and I had this game, and and I liked this game a ton, and it was a lot of fun. It was just another one we rented this game <laughs> before we ever bought it because we had to know if we liked it. It's a big investment if we were getting a game. Like we had to rent it to know if we liked it. And this um, was one, didn't didn't we get this from Funko Land? Yeah, those, I want to say we got this was one of the ones that we got from Funko Land. So it's one of the ones we had that didn't have the case or the manual. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, we had, we had no fucking idea what we were doing, right? <laughs> so, but you know, I don't read manuals anyway. Um, so the problem is, is we're, I mean, we had a lot of fun. We had a ton of fun playing it, and we wound up like, yeah, we like this. This is good. Um, but what happened was, and as much fun as Luke and I had, uh. I was in college, and um, I was uh, God. Steve had I think Steve was a senior. Yeah, because we were living there. So I mean, I'm a sophomore in college, and I'm there with Sutter and Steve, and we're staying up at up at school over winter break after Christmas is over. Winter break because we have track meets. So we got to kill all day long because we only have track practice for two hours a day, and the rest of our day is we're on our own. And um, because we weren't drinking and partying like everyone else was, we were like, what are we going to do with ourselves? So we rented every single um, wrestling tape that the local blockbuster and Hollywood movie, Hollywood um, video, oh, had, and we watched them over and over again. Clash, you know. Uh, you know, uh, the edited versions of WrestleMania, whatever. Like, you know, it's WrestleMania in two hours, like a five-hour show, you know. <laughs> It's okay. They cut out a lot of stuff. Anyway, so we started, so we rented Saturday Night Slam Masters because we had a Sega Genesis. <laughs> and we played Saturday Night Slam Masters 
over and over and I mean like every possible like we just played it and played it. The cartridge would get hot from how much we were playing it. Nice. And it was a lot of fun because um the one thing it, and it's kind of funny that you again going going in high school Luke and I obviously were into a lot of the same stuff and our our buddy Bob was into wrestling, but there wasn't a lot of people who were into wrestling. Like wrestling was not something people were into. It wasn't big yet. It hadn't hit, you know what I'm saying? Like once I gra- when I graduated in 96, Luke graduated, you know, 98, like that time wrestling started becoming more mainstream. There was more people watching it. When I got to college, the first two of the first people I ever meet in the track team are two guys who uh, I, you know, I was, you know, I mean, Steve's I mean, basically like, you know, my other brother, you know, kind of thing, born same day as Luke, things like that, you know, kind of thing, you know, uh, and he loves wrestling. And then I met Mark. At football season was over, and he loved wrestling. And I was like, holy shit, guys who like wrestling, guys who understand my references, guys who, you know, Steve and I are doing hills. We're running up the hill, and we hit the fence. And instead of just hitting the fence and coming back off it, we go, woo, we start strutting off the fence. There's 70, 80 people out there watching us do this shit, hitting the fence, <laughs> coming off strutting. Woo, nature, and who could do the best nature boy strut off the fence, you know? So we played Saturday Night Slam Masters over and over and over again. And I can I'll be honest with you that, um, you know, you get your guys you like. I was a big Gunlock fan. I don't know why, but it's just he, he I loved Gunlock. Um, uh, you know, uh, I think, I'm trying to remember who, um, God, why can't I, and, and the, the thing is they had the tag teams in there, right? You had your, your tag teams, the Hyper Cannons, which was Biff and Gunlock. The Exotic Warriors were Rasta and Oni. The Deadly Brothers were Titan and Stingray. Uh, ha- Hager and Grater were the Knuckle Busters. And uh, the Silent yeah. Assassins were Scorpion and, and Jumbo. Um, that was, well, the, that was, that was, that was yeah, in duo. Well, yeah. And that, that was in the sequel, but they, they, obviously you, you could do that too. The thing about Saturday Night Slam Masters is that it doesn't, it plays, it's obviously an arcade game. So oh, it plays, like a <clears throat> actually, you know what game it plays very close to is a, a fairly obscure game called Aggressors of Dark Combat, which was put out by ADK on okay. the, on the, on SNK's Neo Geo hardware. And it was the same idea in that it, it used like fighting game style controls, but you actually could move around isometrically, like a Final Fight or right. uh, Streets of Rage type game. Yeah. So the controls were were a lot of fun, and it was a little bit slower paced than a traditional like Street Fighter or Fatal Fury or King of Fighters style fighting game. So, but it could still controlled like a fighting game. King of the Monsters Two is much the same yes. way yes. in that it has. It, it, that that one eliminates the wrestling aspect. It's just a straight fighting game, but you're still moving through the uh, through the Sweet. environment in an isometric way. I always played as as um, Titanic Tim. Mm-hmm. I liked his Japanese game of Titan the Great a lot better. He's this giant English dude for who's got like a cut off jean jacket and stuff, and he's so the tallest guy in there. It's Titanic yeah, Tim. Titanic Tim, yeah. And and uh, then uh, Alexander the Greater, who is he, he's Vader. Because he said, you know, who could be greater than greater? And he's like, it's greater, you know. So he, he wears the red and black, and he's got a big belly. And what's funny is that he's Australian, always reminded me of Big Bear from Fatal Fury, and or he was right in Fatal Fury. But Big Bear from the Fatal Fury games is a big, fat Australian guy, again, who's a pro wrestler. So, oh, yeah, but like I said, that, that this was one that, like I said, when, I remember when we'd come back off a break. Uh, for for mm-hmm. school break, mm-hmm. and you know we we this would be one of the ones that'd be on like the constant rotation mm-hmm. of tournaments and such in uh, in Saturday Night Slam Masters. Yeah, and as another one's like, man, I wish we had the manual. That would make this so much easier <laughs> <laughs> right now. Yeah. 
So this is the days before. This is you know when the internet at the at home was really tough to get. You know, so you couldn't necessarily just go. Oh, I'll go, I'll go to GameFAQs and look it up. It's like no, I got to try and dial into AOL and figure out where to go because yeah. I don't know what GameFAQs is yet. You know, right. so <laughs> so the funny part is is that this is on the Genesis and the other game that Genesis that was in a constant rotation for wrestling games. And I know Luke is gonna. It's the WBF's Royal Rumble game. Right. Yes. Now there was an any uh, an NES version. Uh, no, a Super NES, right? Super well, NES the version? the way that the way that this is is that this um this was by Acclaim, and uh, Acclaim had released a previous generation of this game on both the Genesis and Super Nintendo, which was called Super WrestleMania, and we yes. had Super WrestleMania also. Yeah. But Royal, but um, uh, Super Res, uh, Royal Rumble was released for multiple platforms, the Genesis and the Super Nintendo. We also had the Genesis one, and this was a big step up for both of them. Yeah. So th- this was the better of the... Of the of yeah. This was a big improvement over the first game. Well, here, here it goes. So LJN released it for the the uh, Super Nintendo, and that was back in June of 93. And then Flying Edge is uh, the publisher for the Genesis. And that was and September. Flying Edge, just, just to interrupt, Flying Edge actually is a claim. Yes. But because of uh, a contractual thing with their uh, deal to release games for Nintendo, fly, they, they created a division called Flying Edge that specifically released games for the Sega platforms. So if you look at any of the Acclaim games from this era, for the uh, there's a couple for the Master System in Europe. I don't think there was any in the U.S., but for the Master System, the Genesis, the Game Gear, and I think even some Sega CD released by Flying Edge, they were Acclaim. And if you look, Flying Edge only released games for Sega. Hmm. Okay, but so, yes, the Flying Edge did release this as as part of that deal. Okay, so um, which is so if folks can't figure this out, Luke knows a lot more about all this stuff than I do, um, and I did some digging, but I mean, I didn't do I don't know all this stuff. I just know like this is a lot of fun, and I can tell you why it was fun, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> um, it's okay. Like you want you want to talk like factoring trinomials with a coefficient that's not one. I got you all day long, but I don't know about the rest <laughs> of this stuff. Anyway, so but the uh, the the Super Nintendo and the Genesis version. Um, each had some exclusive wrestlers, but they had shared wrestlers. So the seven shared wrestlers were Bret Hart, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, Randy Savage, Crush, and Lex Luger, the narcissist, right? So those were the shared characters. So the Super Nintendo had Flair, Perfect, DiBiase, Yoko, and and, uh, Tatanka. And I'm looking at that list going, man, Flair, perfect. I mean, there's some guys on there I really would like. Yeah. But then you look at the Genesis version, they those guys were not in there. Who was there instead were Hogan, IRS, Duggan, Rick Martel, the model, and Papa Shango. And you're thinking like, uh, like oh, I mean, man. I just really wanted Ric Flair, Mr. Perfect, Ted DiBiase. That'd be great. Like, and, and you know, I mean, you could have given up, you know, some guys. I know, I know, Luke um, definitely had his favorites in this game. Um, I mean, it, the, the great part about this game was, you know, if you enjoyed certain arcade games that we mentioned later, you really enjoyed this game. <laughs> Would you say so, Hero? That there are certain arcade games oh, yeah. that might be leading us to this game? <laughs> yes, yes, you know there is. Yeah. Should, should um, we... Well, just real quick to, on Royal Rumble. Yeah, the Royal thing Rumble. that was great about this was now okay the roster the roster is what the roster is to me the advantage that the genesis has over the super nintendo version is the same thing that the genesis always had over the super nintendo Sound. is 
sound and the fact that it could it it ran faster. Oh sure. For ga- for for games that were multi-platform and and this is this is a big this is more of a thing now, but this used to be a thing back in the 90s too. The Genesis was always the king of sports games because it could run things faster. It hand it had a stronger processor than the Super Nintendo did for that type of game. So that's why if like if you took the old the example everyone would always use like take this year's Madden for the Super Nintendo and the Genesis and the SNES one will look a bit better but it won't run as smoothly as the Genesis one does. Yeah. And in my, again, having played both of them, I think the Genesis Royal Rumble runs a little bit better, especially when you get the Royal Rumble mode when you've got six guys in the oh, ring. Yeah, yeah. And, and that, I mean, for, I mean, this, this was a 16-meg game. This was a big game, you know, in the, in the 1993 when this was released. But it, it, it would chug a little bit on the Super Nintendo because it wasn't designed for that type of stuff. Right. Now, I agree. The roster is better on the other side. I mean, just having Perfect and Flair and DiBiase versus, you know, Ho- I mean, I love Rick Martel, and he was my favorite guy to play as in this game. So you can drag, you can take my Mo- Ricky the Model Martel from my cold, dead hands. Oh. But did we really need Hogan and Duggan? That's what I'm saying. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the thing is, I mean, it would be cool to have IRS and Ted DiBiase, but to be right. honest with you, we didn't really need Duggan. And, I mean, I, I know why Hogan's there, because you had to have, I mean, you had Flair or Hogan, it's a big name. But Flair and Hogan would have been fine with me, you know? I mean, they could have taken IRS, they could have taken Duggan. I mean, Papa Shango was cool in the game because he, he did weird stuff compared to the other guys. <laughs> but we didn't need, you know... Uh, you, don't need, but you, don't, you don't need... I mean, th- and this is Hawaiian Kona Crush. This yes. isn't like cool yes, convict right. crush yeah. either. And the, <laughs> although he had the great move where he... Because his finishing move, he'd do the Kona Crush where he grabbed you by the head and just started slamming you around. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. that was pretty cool, yeah. oh, you know. Shit, that's right. Oh, God. And thing, now, the one thing I will give as a free piece of advice... If you are playing this game and playing the Royal Rumble, do not climb to the top turnbuckle. No, don't. Because the computer, who, as we said, is a cheating fucking bastard, will <laughs> run directly at you, bounce off the rope, and knock you out of the ring, and you'll be eliminated. Every time. Okay. Every, Every single, single time. Every, <laughs> Every Without fail. It is, is, it there, is, is there an option to hide under the ring if you're playing as Flair? No. Because that would be amazing. Sadly not. No, Sadly yes. not. This, now, this did have some cheating. You had the eye gouge and the choke, and you could have a chair. And one other thing that was nice was they had a referee in the ring. And if you managed to run into him, you'd knock him down, yeah. and he would roll around the ground for a couple of seconds, and you could cheat while he was down yep. without getting a count on you. Yep. Hmm. So they, they, there was a little bit of attention to detail. And this, this, uh, this style, this game engine, would get a third iteration, when, which was WWF Raw. And Raw, again, would be for the Genesis and Super Nintendo. And then there was an expanded version, which was Rage in the Cage for That's the true. Sega CD, yeah. which had, yes, which had a bigger roster. It had some, uh, when you would go in the selection menu, one of the cool things in these games, when you're in the character select, if you hovered on a character for a couple of seconds, it would play their music. And in the Sega CD one, it would actually play a little full motion video of the, of the, the, uh, the wrestler. So. Yeah, the, uh, the one on the Sega CD, Rage in the Cage. Um, that was, uh, no, Sega CD, and that had Savage, Samu, Fatu, IRS, Luger, Ramon, DiBiase, Bigelow, Yoko, Michaels, Martel, Sags, Knobs, Bossman, Tatanka, Bret Hart, Taker, Kamala, Crush, and Perfect. So, that's not a bad And that's age matches, which was nice, because yeah, they never had just age matches. That's, I mean, that's a great lineup right there. So, yeah. but, I mean, we he, never had a Sega CD, so that one no, was kind of, I had the Sega CD. 
and I had it for final fight, and that was about it. <laughs> uh, did you have the 32X by any chance? I, I had both. You had the yeah. 32X and the Sega CD. Very cool. See, I, I've, I've I never got any of the Sega CD 32X games because basically the thing died in less than a year. So. Well, you know what? Well, the, the sto- just real the story with that was because of the PlayStation. Yeah. Because you know, so Sega comes out at E3 that year and says, "Okay, we've got the 32X for 150, and then the yeah. Saturn was going to be 400." Yeah, and then Sony came out and said. Two ninety nine or one ninety nine, and, and that was it. And they walked. That was away. their whole speech. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Hey, man, <laughs> you preaching to the quiet, here, bro. Yeah. But the thing, <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, that the thirty two X. If you read the gaming press, the thirty two X was going to be was going to be it because the idea was it was a much cheaper way to buy in. Yeah. And Sega of America desperately didn't. You know, Sega Japan didn't want to bring the Saturn over yet. They and so and and so it was Sega of America that came up with the 32X, and that was their solution. Was they were going to go away, you? They were they were going to uh, you know use that as their and port arcade games, which is what Sega's whole thing usually was. Was their you know their arcade library was always their 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 bread and butter on a lot of their yeah. their systems, you know. So the that the 32X never caught on was a disappointment. We never had either. We ended up getting a Saturn shortly after it was launched. So we, oh, yeah. we kind of jumped the gun on that. But my, yeah, you know, I skipped I, the Saturn I, and hit, hit up the Dreamcast. And, oh, we had, yeah, we had, we have, we have, both of us have a Dreamcast that doesn't work, I think, at yeah, this point. I think, so. I, think, I don't think mine works anymore either. <laughs> Saturn is still running. That's the next one i got to get out and hook up. I've got my Master System and the Genesis, so the Saturn is next. The Game Gear needs to be completely re- recapped before it'll work again. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, a lot, a lot of fun with this Acclaim uh, um, uh, engine. Uh, for these these wrestling is a lot of fun for this, and the Royal Rumble having six guys in the ring was a huge deal right back then, and well, and uh, you know so that that was just neat. Yeah, and the other thing too is, I mean, as Luke said, you know, because it's sixteen bit, so the it was probably the best looking wrestlers they you'd ever had at the, up to this point. Like yep. things looked as realistic as you possibly could have at this level, but yet not like yeah. super like it wasn't like. Mortal Kombat, you know, kind of thing where it was like, yeah, it wasn't you know, quite, it, quite as good. Yeah. 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 But I'm saying, but it was like, it was a step up from like Street Fighter where it's like really kind of like done to be cartoony. Like this is real, but not like, oh my God, real. But it was just real enough. And it was, yeah. oh my God, it's so much fun. And, <laughs> and the, 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 because you could, you could like roll out of the ring and stuff like that too if the referee and you try to make sure you weren't counted out. Oh God, it just was just so much fun. It's just stuff yeah. that we just do. And, like, you know, like trying to get it down to just the two of us at the end and not let them, like, purposely not hitting each other, just taking the machine out, getting rid of all the computer guys out the ring, you know, kind of thing. And yeah. the frustration when, you, you know, you whip them in and you just close on, like, no, backdrop them, come on, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to hit Lex Luger's finisher because it was impossible. Uh, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, because he had the running forearm, yeah, and then he would stand there and pose. Yeah, you had a run, and if you run, the machine always backdropped you out of the ring. Cause, <laughs> so, um, anyway, so, uh, you know, I mean, not, not to skip you there, Luke, but I'm saying maybe, you know, Chris, you had one of the arcade games, and I have the other arcade Oh, I do. Games. I Let's do. I have, I have the first it. one. Yeah. I, got, I, got, I, got, I got WWF Superstar God, from game. 1989. It's a great game. Yeah. Oh. It was a great game. I played this uh, a lot with my best friend, and we would sink a lot of quarters in at the uh, at the old bowling alley 
for this. I mean, especially you had to sink quarters in because when you were dying, Hogan would pop up on screen saying, insert more quarters for more health, brother. So <laughs> you, you, had to listen, you, you had to listen to, to, to the Hulkster. Uh, so um, this had uh, it was it had a, it has a decent roster and it, it has who you would want from the time. Uh, Hogan, uh, Savage, Ultimate Warrior, Big Boss Man, uh, Jim Duggan and the Honky Tonk Man. Um, so you'd basically you'd pick a you know a series of a tag matches basically is what you would do in this game, and you'd go from city to city. Uh, and it's it's not the best wrestling game. It's super basic, um, but you could actually grapple in it, uh, which you know a lot of games, especially the early ones, you didn't even grapple. You just beat the other guy up. Um, so you could you know standard stuff, throw him into the ropes, headlocks. And you could actually do some uh, two-character-specific grapple moves, um, standing strikes, running attacks, all that stuff. And you could actually go outside the ring and fight um, in, you know, the old-school uh, days. Uh, you know, they'd actually fight outside and actually do a 20-count to get you back in the ring, uh, which you would have to abide by in this game. Um, but uh, the um, one of the big draws on this game was um, after you won three matches, you would get to challenge the Mega Bucks, who were the Million Dollar Man and Andre the Giant for the final round. So uh, you couldn't really grapple Andre because of his size. Makes sense. And um, the Mega Bucks are not selectable characters, right. so you uh, you can't actually play as uh, as the Million Dollar Man or Andre the Giant, which does kind of suck. Uh, but again, this was—I mean, this was the this was the first WWF arcade game, and uh, it, it it was released in 1989. And when we think about that now—that's almost 30 years old. And it's—I mean, it was the first licensed WWF arcade game. So I mean, for what they did at the time, if you were a kid, you know, I was nine, ten years old when this came out. It's like, yeah, I'm pumping quarters into this. I get to play as all these guys, you know. It's like it uh, it definitely this was the the forerunner for all of the the future WWF specifically uh, arcade games because this did have a uh, an expanded sequel uh, called WrestleFest that came out just a couple of years later. So yeah, WrestleFest had a uh, graphical upgrade and uh, more wrestlers, you know. So, but uh, I mean, it, to me, I always go back to the original one. Gotta go to Go to go to the superstars. This game, I mean, superstars was great. Luke and I played that. God, was that probably down at Disney, like at one of those arcades? I want to say, yeah, it was at one of the arcades, and I remember we were someplace else, and I had it in an arc, like we were at like well, a, a restaurant okay. arcade, had it. And I remember that's where we first saw it. Yeah, well, we played we played, we played the first one at the restaurant arcade. We definitely played this at Rye Playland. Um, yes. Um, you know, and and then at Rye Playland, okay, so. Play, I don't know if you know what Playland is, Hero. And for the rest of the listening audience, um, yeah. it's it's a, a, like an amusement park, and like there's a whole bunch of stuff there. It, in the movie Big, that's where he goes to Rye Playland. Yeah. Okay, right? Rye, Rye Playland right. is one of the actually one of the oldest still operating amusement parks yes. in the United States. Yes, and they they they're an old school. They had like an, an old school Midway and Funhouse and all that. Their sure. Dragon Coaster is one of the oldest roller coasters in the U.S. that's still operating. Yeah. At least was operating as of a couple of years ago. I know they've gone. To a, a diminished schedule, yes. but uh, Playland's an old school, you know, like one of the first amusement parks in America, kind like of thing. Real old school, like you go there. I mean, everything was just awesome. And and IBM, my dad worked for IBM. They would rent the entire park for a day, and it was family. Oh. Day. 
and th- everything was free. The games, you didn't put quarters in. They just hooked up a button. You just kept press, pressing play. Like, we, you would be on it waiting for someone to get off, and you just hop on and start playing. And you just play and play and play and play. We played, like, the, the Teeny Mutant Turtle game, the Simpson game, like, all those. Things. You just kept playing and playing and playing, and you never nice. stopped playing, right? Well, we play, definitely played there. We were in Florida, and um, the Contemporary Hotel uh, at Disney used to have this amazing arcade with a shooting gallery and everything else. And we played there. That's where we first played Rampage, and we first played Blades Thunder of Thunder. Blade. Thunder Blade. And, and uh, Afterburner was brand new with the cockpit and oh. everything. Um, oh, yeah. So, but then what happened was they were, re- were renovating. We got there, and there was nothing. And we were like, oh, no, it was our night to go play at the arcade. So dad, we hop in the car and we drive. This is my, you know, there was no GPS. Dad said, ask somebody, is there an arcade around here? They go, yeah, down there, whatever. And you, we walked into a dead empty arcade that had That's... every game ever. Like, I mean, like it seemed like it was the biggest arcade I've ever seen in my entire life. It had a wall of pinball games. Oh no yeah. The same. Like it had spring break, which is one of my favorite. Pinball yeah. Jay, as a Jay's favorite pinball game of all time, oh, spring, spring break, break, just because it has the dog holding the girl's bikini top. Yes. And then the girl covering her chest on the other side of the back class. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and also, like, it would give you multiple balls to shoot at one time. It's the first time I ever played oh, a yeah. game like they that. Oh, yeah. Gotta have those multiple balls. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, especially with the girls with the top off. But yeah. there, they had, um, they had, they definitely had superstars. They might have had, now this might have been WrestleFest already existed at this point. Because Luke and I played this. Now, we had played WrestleFest also at uh, Quasi, which is another smaller, uh, like, amusement park around here. Um, we had played WrestleFest before, and the thing is with Superstars is that you knew putting your money in, you were going to be like, this is going to be a lot of fun, you know, kind of thing. Because Luke and I loved wrestling, and we would, you know, you team up and like, oh, I'm going to be this guy. Like, you know, you put them together. And then um, later when we were a little older, so this is like the mid-90s, so this the WrestleFest had come out, we were staying at a different Disney Hotel, I want to say, wow, we were... I don't remember where we were staying. No, well, we we would stay at. Oh, we we, we, would we, stay we, at, we were at the vacation club, and you we and were, I. We would be at we would be at Old Key West. Old Key West, yes. And we would walk over to what used to be called Dixie Landing. That's what I was talking. Right, yeah, which Dixie. were the two the the two uh, antebellum Southern style results. Yes. Both of them had great arcades in yes. them, and Dixie Landing was the one we would typically go to. And as long as you had your soda cup from the night before, they didn't know if you had bought that soda cup today or the day before. You just kept bringing your soda Fantastic. cup. Fantastic. And you filled it up. <laughs> and you know, Luke, it was, it was not unheard of for Luke and I to. Uh, you know, when we, when we stayed at the, um, uh, what was the, the Caribbean? Was that the Caribbean beach? Yeah. Caribbean beach. Um, they had a really good arcade too. Like, Disney knew what they had. They had some good arcades. The, the old key West had like a three or four games, but they had the Punisher game, which oh, was insane. God, yeah. um, we pumped some money into the Punisher. <laughs> we come back, like we're out of money. You're like, what happened? Punisher game happened. Like we almost beat it. <laughs> Punisher and Nick Fury were killing everybody. We just kept killing it. Yeah. But we would go play. And, and we, at the time, Dad would give us each ten dollars. Ten dollars wow. and quarters, dude, would last forever. Especially if you're, as long as you weren't playing Dragon's Lair, it lasted forever, <laughs> yeah. right? Because because we were because we played the games we were good at, and like we yeah. would play. We and would nobody's play. good at Dragon's Lair. Yeah, I don't I, care who you are. Yeah, I don't care how good. Nobody's actually good at Dragon's Lair. I'm sorry. Right. Well, I'm saying Don Bluth is. Don Bluth. Yes, that's about it. I mean, I mean, but it was the Dragon Slayer cartoon. That's yeah. an odd uh, segue. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we would play that. We would play games there, and it was always so much fun to play the wrestling game. And to me, I mean, I know, I mean, and I definitely love Superstars. But to me, the great part about um, uh, WrestleFest, which was '91, um, was that they expanded the roster. Now, Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, 
DiBiase and Bossman were back, right? But you added Jake the Snake Roberts, yeah. Earthquake, Mr. Perfect, Slaughter, Demolition yeah. Smash, and Demolition Crush, and Animal and Hawk were not playable as uh, selectable characters, right? They were the but, bosses, right? Yes, they were the bosses. But in the Royal Rumble mode, you can wait for them to come in. So you had somebody start the game as who they want. Like, you want to be Hogan. Okay, start the game. And you waited for Animal or Hawk to come in, and you bought in as Animal or Hawk. And Animal and Hawk both had double the life of everybody else, which made nice. them the most and best characters to play as. <laughs> so, you know, kind of thing. so you basically were playing one. You basically waste a quarter to kind of stay alive. Oh, they're in. Good. Get in the ring. Get in the ring. You know, kind of thing. You yeah. buy in as them because that's who you wanted to be. And that game was so much fun because it had the Saturday's main event uh, mode, which was uh, tag team, right? And you were building up to, like you said, you, know, you were trying to get to build up to face uh, DiBiase and, and Andre in, in Superstars. In uh, WrestleFest, you were building up to play against the LOD, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, oh, just fun times, man. Just, and I, I remember just, like... The, the, well, the, the other the other thing I always remember about WrestleFest is that they also had a Royal Rumble. Yes, that's what I was going to say. And, yeah, yeah. and yeah, like you were mentioning. Yeah. And so when when uh, and and I always remember in the Royal Rumble mode, it, whenever they would have the countdown to somebody coming in, they'd show them in the little box. Yes, like yeah. on like they used to do on WWF programming. And I always remember Jake Roberts the, at the end, the snake would hiss at the camera and all that. And I remember Earthquake. Whenever the Earthquake would <laughs> pin somebody or do his Earthquake stomp. He would jump around the ring and do the earthquake stomp. Yes. You know, so it's like the match is going on. There's John Tenta jumping around, you know. He don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do about it? He's 400 pounds, you know. The thing is, but, like, <laughs> like hey, Mr. Perfect. Like, it just the way he yeah. said it. Like, they didn't say Kurt Hay. Mr. Perfect. And you perfect with who is perfect flex in the middle of the ring, in the middle of a Royal Rumble. Oh, God. And Savage, uh, not Savage, uh, Slaughter would grab you in a headlock. And he would thumb you in the eye because remember this is this is evil bad guy slaughter. So he hated like, and he was tough, and he would always force you down and choke you and stuff. It was just so cool. And was Savage the Macho King in WrestleFest? He He might have been. Yeah, because that's the right time for it. Yeah, yeah, heel Savage, the Macho Macho King. Yeah, twenty nine, twenty eight arms and twenty eight legs going over. None of them gonna belong to the Macho (laughs) King. So, you know, it was a lot, I mean, a lot of fun. And I think the thing is what made the Royal Rumble game for the Genesis better was because we had played those games when we were younger. You know what I'm saying? Because that was as close to those games at home as you ever were going to get. You know what I'm saying? Like as much fun as you had. Right. As I'm saying right back then, I mean, as much fun as, as, don't get me wrong, pro wrestling was a lot of fun. But again, when you went and played Superstars and then WrestleFest, you kind of like, okay, this is a different kind of game, right? Then, then you know the you know the then the Crush Brothers and the whatever you know you kind of knew right. a different kind of game. This is real life, man. Yeah, <laughs> this is a different kind of game we're playing here. And the nice part about this is not just that. I mean, it was a lot of a lot of fun. Um, but you know, the thing too is it was the idea that we were playing, and I mean, often it was Luke and I playing, and every once in a while you'd have a couple other guys playing with you that were guys you knew. But think about that. Like now everyone plays online and what's your gamer tag and all that other fucking horse shit that I don't do. Right. <laughs> but there was still, there was still, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. If you had, if you wanted multiplayer, you needed to be in the same place. Yeah. And think about this now, uh, Chris, I, I am sure you played the X-Men. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. 
Did you ever play the six person X Men game? Yes. Okay. Because Luke yes. and I, we were, we were, we had to be at Playland playing that, right, Luke? No, no, no. That was, that was, well, we did play it at Playland, but the time I think you're thinking of was actually at Dixie Landing where we had the full game yes. all full. Yes. It was at Dixie Landing. Yes. yes. We had six, so there was Luke and I, and, and again, I mean, we weren't super, we're not like, we're like, we're like 20 and these kids are like seven. Like we're all about the same age. Yeah. Six man X Men cabinet. Come on. Yeah. yeah. What I'm saying is like the six men I and mean, we were playing on I, th- I think I I think I was like twelve and you were fourteen, maybe something like that. We were old enough yeah. where they trusted us to not get killed yeah. um <laughs> walking a mile to a place and come back. You know, so mom and dad can have some time without us. Right? Yeah. So which is fine. Um but the thing is like but we, we and we and there were some there were some younger kids. I mean not like like little little kids, but old younger but they were really good and we had that game going. Like everyone put a quarter in and I don't think we put another quarter in forever. I mean, like we beat most of the game on that one quarter. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because everyone knew what they were doing. I'm Wolverine. Luke's either, either Gambit. I was or Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. I was Nightcrawler. Right? By the yeah. time you get to the boss rush in that game too, man, it's not, it's not easy. Yeah. No, no it's not. No, no. And, and I'll, and I'll think I'll always remember too, is that you could tell people had played because anyone who plays the game knows the first time you see Magneto, you don't use your special moves because it's not Magneto. Right, yeah. It's Mystique. And Mystique. everyone's like, don't use the special moves. We all like yelled it all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> But I'm saying is like, it's think Mystique, about don't do it. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not us on a headset playing. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's super cool that the three of us can talk here tonight and not have to be in the same room having a conversation. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we can actually do this. But there was something about playing, you know, oh, yeah. all together. Now, Luke, remember this. This is a different kind of thing. Remember that they had the four-person X-Men game at Aversano's back at their old location. Yeah. And you and I would play all the time. We would play arch rivals against each other, or we play, oh, you know, we, we play Golden Axe, good lord. Golden Axe, yes. I fucking should have owned that game. I've got money I put into that game, Golden Axe. Well, my mom would order the pizza. We're like, no, let's just go there and order the pizza. She goes, it's 25 <laughs> minutes for a Sicilian. I go, perfect Golden Axe. And we would get a dollar. So four quarters. And man, Luke and I smoked that game, right? So we're playing... Uh. The four man, because this is after a baseball game, so I'm playing travel yeah. baseball. So Luke's with us, of course, like Luke's, you know, because he's younger brother. Two years younger. Yeah. Right. And we have one of the one of the one of the Levitt twins and one of the Moore twins, because I played with two sets of twins. Two sets of twins. Right. <laughs> right? You know, we there there are only two sets. Of, there are only three sets of twins in all of Brewster that are that age, and two and one <laughs> set's girls. Right. And they were they were playing softball at the time with Kelly, but the rest of them, but we had all the twins with us. So we had one of each, and they came in the car back with us. And we're at Aversano's getting dinner, just going to sit there and have dinner. And and I'm like, you guys play you know, video games? You're like, yeah, we play video games. Four of us on that game. And my dad's like, the pizza's here. I'm like, does it matter? We're going. <laughs> like, we're playing four-man and the game. And, like, you know, the guys who run Aversano's, and we've known them our entire lives, they're like, it's great. We never, No one ever plays it but your boys. Like, like, what do you mean no one plays it? Like, I wish – I still had the, if they still had a video game in there to play that was a core. Do you have just a, the old you know cabinet game there? I would go in early. I'd order the pizza. I'm like yeah, I'll get the pizza. Like it's gonna be in half an hour, Jay. Awesome. Let's just play. Like yes. that was so cool. But uh, you know, but that thing with the wrestling game is that you know if you had all four guys rolling in there, oh, it was so cool. Like it was just it was just a lot of fun and you, and it was something about even if you weren't you know your friend standing next to you, just playing a game against somebody. You know, there was, there didn't have to be a bunch of smack talking and like, you know, bullshit kind of stuff. So it was just a lot of fun to do what we were doing. So, and those games were, were classic, classic games. So mm-hmm. anyway, 
sir. Anyway, well, so I think that takes us through the arcade. Are there any other arcade games we have? Uh, I don't have any other my list. I didn't have any arcade, any other arcade okay. games. So yeah. let's think. So we've we've covered kind of the the Master System, right? Sega Master System, right? Nothing else for that, right, yep. Luke? Yep. Okay. We've covered the Nintendo, unless you had something else. Uh, I was going to mention the NES Pro Wrestling, okay, but sure. I think that that it's it's a great game. Play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is that is an old school one, and that was I want to say that was the first wrestling game that had signature moves, wasn't yes, it? I think so. Yeah, or or was it's either that or or muscle tag team. Muscle, muscle had muscle had the yeah they had special moves in that too. But I, but but I remember that being a knock on the uh, Super Nintendo Super WrestleMania was that it's like how does this game not have finishing moves when pro wrestling on the NES yes, did. Yes, I was, yes. I'll always remember that. That really just cracked me up. It's like, that's a good point. Yeah. Why does that? <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, to move, moving forward a little bit, the next game I had on my list is uh, actually is for the Game Boy Color. And this is um, uh, in, in came out in 1999 and it was WrestleMania 2000. And I know what you might be thinking. No, WrestleMania 2000. I know that game. That was the first of the games put out by THQ for uh, the PlayStation and Nintendo 64. I think that was also on the Saturn. That When THQ got the license for WWF from Acclaim, that was the first game they put out. Well, you're kind of right. Now, for the console ones, that is put out by THQ, the first of their long-running series. The Game Boy Color one, which I still own, was actually put out by Natsumi. And Natsumi, a fairly well-known Japanese publisher, they actually released a game for Natsumi Pro Wrestling for the any for the NES and Super Nintendo, which was um, a very technically well-made but generic wrestling game. It didn't have a license. So it kind of didn't make much of an impact here in the U.S. But they, like I said, they handled the, uh, the 8-bit Game Boy Color version. And this game is a lot of fun. To me, it's a lot more fun than the console ones because it plays a lot better. It's a it's a, a standard kind of you know two D pseudo isometric type of uh, type of game. It's got fifteen wrestlers in it, which is a lot wow. for a Game Boy Color game. Yeah, and each <laughs> each one has their own special move. the The interesting thing about this is the the way that the mechanic works is based on bio rhythm. Now, hang with me here. <laughs> on uh, in addition to your life meter, you've also got like a a a uh, like a like a bio rhythmic meter that changes it goes at peaks and valleys through the match and you can and you're stronger when your biorhythmic meter is higher and when it's at full when that meter is full you can do your finishing move so some guys start quick and then taper off and they got to get rested up before they come back some guys are just up and down some guys start slower and get stronger as the match goes on kind of like a greg the hammer valentine type of thing and uh so and, and so that was that was neat because now you couldn't just spin out your finisher you had to go and, and you know work a guy down and make sure you were in the right position to hit your finisher when you were your when you were at your peak, and then uh, on top of that, it was the first game for the first portable game that had a TV style presentation. So when you were playing the one player mode, Vince Mc, you'd pick your wrestler. Vince McMahon would come out and say, you know, it's like, oh, tonight you're going to fight this. And you would fight handicap matches. You'd get put into tag matches. This whole big, you know, fighting against Vince thing because it was 2000, right? So it was leading up to WrestleMania 2000. This was right in the midst of the you know big bad Mr. McMahon thing, right? Mm-hmm. So the the roster is actually like I said, it's got 15 guys. It's really quite good, especially for right around 99 2000. So you got Stone Cold Steve Austin, you've got The Rock, 
Ken Shamrock, Val Venus, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, Billy Gunn, X-Pac, The Big Show, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, Kane, The Road Dog, and Mankind. Mm. Remember when that and was Ed, wrestling? That's <laughs> yeah, a tasty that's, roster. That's the right attitude there. era right there. Yeah. Man. Yeah. God. So, yeah. like I said, so and, and, and I played the heck out of this, and it was all, and it had a bat, and it was, I'm trying to remember if it was battery save or password. I think it might have been battery save. So as you went on and played, you you know, as you as you advanced towards the towards, you know, beating all of Vince's goons and everything, getting towards the title, you'd actually could save it. And and it was it's one of the black cartridges. And for those who may not be as um, into the Game Boy as I am, the original Game Boy cartridges, like this copy of Fatal Fury 2 I'm holding up to the microphone, it is gray. And a gray cartridge can play on an original Game Boy, a Game Boy Pocket, a Game Boy Color, or a Game Boy Advance, um, but uh, but will only play in either bl- in monochrome or the four-color enhanced mode on the color or forward. Now, the black cartridges, like this, WrestleMania 2000, that'll hold up to the microphone. It can be played on either, on any of those same systems, but if you play it on a color or forward, it'll play in full color, in full 64 color, like the Game Boy uh, Color. That's so cool. But it, but it, but if you had an older Game Boy, it would still play in monochrome. Uh, now, the clear cartridges, like this Mario Tennis I'm holding up to the microphone, <laughs> they, they cannot be played on a monochrome Game Boy. They can only be played right, right. on a Game Boy Color or Forward. Oh, forward. Another way to look at it, look look at it, take up your Game Boy cartridge and look at the right-hand top corner. If it's got the notch cut into it, it can be played on either the monochrome or the color. If it doesn't have the notch, it can only be played on a color. Uh, but this, so this, this game was a lot of fun. I remember having this game... And I remember it came out in the fall, like in like November of 99, so months before WrestleMania 2000 was actually ever, like we knew it was going to be called WrestleMania 2000, I think, right. but it, we didn't know that it was going to be the four-man main event or anything like that, right. um, which is funny because who was in that four-man main event? The Rock, Steve Austin, Triple H, or excuse me, it was it was The Rock, Triple H, uh, Big Show, and a mankind, mankind, all four of which are in this game. So, yeah. uh, but uh, but I remember I got it over the summer when I think I, I want to say I got it um, when we went. I think you and me and Kelly, uh, or either maybe Kelly was working, and so we went to the mall and then Toys R Us in Danbury. And I want to say I bought it at Toys R Us, and then I remember just playing the hell out of it that summer because in, in our parents' house we didn't have central air we didn't have central air conditioning. Still don't. So when it was really super hot in the dog days of summer, we'd cram into Jay's room because he had a window unit air conditioner. Yep. And I remember we'd be watching probably Saturday night or, you know, main event or whatever wrestling we were watching, and I'd be playing on like on my atomic purple Game Boy Color <laughs> WrestleMania two thousand. Okay. Just, just, LP just it one second. Real well. Just just yeah. so people understand. Like there are bunk beds in my, there still are bunk beds in my bed, my old bedroom, right? So it's not like Luke and I were laying on the same bed. Like Luke's yeah. on the top bunk in his bunk, and I'm on the bottom bunk. Just so everyone understands. And if Kelly's yeah. there, she's with me. But I'm just throwing it out there that it was not like, hey, we're both laying on the. The only thing is weird. It's, but trust me, if, if you understood how hot my parents' house would get, uh, you're like, or remember when Dad was like, it's not hot enough for the air conditioner. I'm like, fuck, it's not, Dad. Like. Yeah. My so then you all go, yeah then, well, then you go downstairs into yeah. the in, in the dehumidifier. Yeah. You sleep and we're all cramming in there. Ground, it's like, well, like you're you're now yeah. you're now a vampire. We had to go into a, a, a room that's below ground with dehumidifier. You're going, well, 
it's still eighty in here, but it's ninety yeah. upstairs. So this is it's a dry 80, heat. But it's not. But it's eighty. But it's not humid. Yeah, it's a dry heat. And it's like it's <laughs> and and it'd be like you know, it's like well we're not watching the Mets game. It's like well Luke, I know you want to watch the Mets game. We're not doing that, so we're watching something else. Okay. <laughs> Now, now, it always the argument, watch the Yankees game or the Mets game. It's like, well, who are the Yankees playing? It's like, well, they're playing the Red Sox. Well, then, frigging, we're watching that. <laughs> That's how we watch David Wells' no hitter. Well, that was that was out that was out in the sunroom. Yeah, uh, David Wells' no hitter, just randomly yeah. bobblehead day. But anyway, yes. So I, I, to this, I, I still. <laughs> It was, wasn't it? Was it Beanie Baby. Dad? I thought it was, Be- it was Beanie Baby. Beanie, Day. Beanie, Beanie was Baby. Beanie Baby. That Beanie Baby was worth, uh, you could have paid for college with that Beanie Baby originally if yes. you had one of those. Anyway, <laughs> so. But yeah, so I play. I played a lot of this game. It's still a favorite of mine. And I, I'm a big Game Boy guy now at this point in my life, which is funny because I was such a big Game Gear fan, and I still am. But I, I bought a Game Boy Pocket when I was in college, mostly to play Pokemon, and then very quickly fell into the whole Game Boy culture and this game was part of that for me. This is one of the or one of the first Game Boy games I bought new was WrestleMania two thousand and still one of my all time favorites. Yeah. So um you know I am trying to think because I don't I mean was there was there a wrestling game for the Game Gear? Uh there was, but I didn't have it. Yeah. There was uh, still, I, I, uh there was Steel Cage Challenge, which was the say that was the second WWF game for the um uh, for the for the NES, Bob right. had had the NES version of it, um, and it, it's all right. It, it's a step up from WrestleMania. It's it's kind of it's it's more in line with what Acclaim would do with some of the later games. Yeah. Um. Okay. There there is a WWF game for the original Game Boy, which is uh, um, uh, WWF Superstars, yeah, Hulk which Hulk has an amazing roster of five of your favorites. <laughs> Five. This was the one. Remember, remember when we went to Gamers Gambit? Yes. Um, yes. I yes. picked it up at Gamers Gambit. It, it, yes. It's it's a it's fun for what it is. It's yeah. it's kind of kind of really easy. If it it had a great Hogan roster his shirt of, off, right? um, on the cover. Yes, yes, it's got Hogan ripping his shirt off. It's got it's but it's got it's got uh, Mister Perfect, um, DiBiase, Savage, Warrior, and Hogan. That is your roster. So it's like pretty okay, well, well that's so that's that's a pretty yeah. good eighties roster. <laughs> Right. You're gonna have five guys. That's not a bad roster. So um, we couldn't get another. We couldn't get another baby face in right. there. We couldn't get the British bulldog. Couldn't get or anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, because I'm trying to think. Because I don't remember ever playing. I mean, I didn't have a Game Boy until much until like a couple years ago. And I have then I have like, like a Game Boy Advance like, yeah. you know, the, that I picked up used for like ten dollars. Um, but I don't. I never played a lot of. I mean, I'm trying to remember. I, I remember playing a lot on your, on your Game Gear, playing like like. Track and field and stuff like that, but yeah, well, you know, yeah, it was Olymp- yeah, the Olympic, Olympics, we had an right? Olympic gold and yeah. uh, um, columns was always popular. Oh, God, uh, yeah, I love columns. columns. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I'm saying is, I mean, so so uh, speaking Game Boy wise, here I don't know, do you have any like game? Because I have a couple. Uh, of no, I don't have any handheld stuff. Um, the the last uh, two on my list are. Uh, in the late '90s, early 2000s, and on handheld, uh, we we haven't we haven't hit up the uh, the Nintendo 64 yet. So I, I'll, I'm going to bring up uh, the uh, WCW NWO uh, games from '96 uh, and '98. There, um, Revenge I played more of, um, and I didn't have a Nintendo 64, so my 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 best friend had it. And I mean, this was during the height of the Monday Night Wars in 
these games were really, really good. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, that that started with WCW versus the World, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was then, a then it was game, right? Yeah, yeah I would say that that was the yep. first one in that that W that new WCW series. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, uh, World Tour and or on tour and uh, revenge were mm-hmm. man oh man i it, it was just like hey you coming over yeah bring the nintendo 64 because i don't got one <laughs> it's like <laughs> put that rumble pack in and it was just hours and hours and hours of of <laughs> playing wcw it was like oh man it was so good and because those rosters at the time were were not and it had a lot of characters mm-hmm. um which made it good and the, i really did i liked the grappling system on that too it it felt like you never felt like you were outmatched on it. You, could, you always, it always felt like you had a shot to escape from a grapple encounter in it. Which I mean, a lot of games, especially the earlier wrestling games, don't give you that option. You're just getting yeah. your ass beat. You know, if you're the first guy there, you're getting your ass beat. Um, but uh, not with this, not with this uh, series here. It definitely was uh, one that I pumped a lot of time into because. I mean, it, I, I, did, did that have create a wrestler on it? I don't remember. Yes, I believe yep. it did. Yes. I think it did. Okay, yeah, it did. Yes, um, oh. and that's—I mean—that's another huge feature that with the with the newer games, man, creating a wrestler. Yeah. Come on. Well, I just, I just throw this out there real quick, um, and Luke, Luke might already know where this is going. So during college, um, like I said, my had my my buddy Steve, and then my friend Mark, who we don't kind of talk anymore, but it's cool. We were really close at the time, and Mark. Uh, used to walk around and try to be Kevin Nash from the NWO. He wore an NWO shirt all the time, black sunglasses at night. Little kids saw him in the store, and he'd give him the Wolfpack sign. Kids would think he's Kevin Nash, right? Anyway, had the hair. The hair. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I on point, Luke, with what I'm saying here? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So that, that's Mark, 100% correct. Mark wanted to be Kevin Nash, right, kind of thing. Okay. So um, he, of course, had all the all the WCW wrestling games because he loved, right? So we spent a lot of time playing those as well, and – um, Mark had to create his own character, and Mark's character was Duke. Do you remember his name? I do not. Roadblock. He created Roadblock. Roadblock. That's right. He his character was basically Kevin Nash, but he called him Roadblock. And the problem was, this is before Roadblock debuted on WCW, and then <laughs> Roadblock debuted on WCW, and he's a fat, out of shape, inner city sweat no. city sweat hog. <laughs> he's just complete complete loser and he goes no they stole my gimmick and i go dude they this guy's been around for years because mark and all his stuff he loved wrestling quote unquote but he never read an after mag so i don't know how he could love wrestling um I'll be there's, there, there's a future episode that right is an, there that is talking a, about after mag after mags oh my god right just after mag don't even not even WW, wwf magazine or wcw yeah. magazine any of those stuff just the after mag um mags i should say so, but Roadblock went around for a long time. He kind of indie guy, and that's when WCW started bringing in everybody. Like anybody, like, are you a wrestler? No, get in here. Doesn't matter. Come here. Let's hook you up. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> um, and we played those games, and he made his. I mean, the only problem is you were saying everyone has a shot. Yeah, not against Mark Sky. You didn't. Not against Mark Sky. You did not have a shot because he made him so freaking tough. You're like, dude. Like he's tougher to beat than Nash. He's tougher to beat than Hogan. Like Sting can't beat him. So. <laughs> 
you know. So what if happens? Sting is, can't beat you in WCW. You must have creative <laughs> control. That's all I gotta say. So, so the problem is, then you have to make your own creative character to compete with his creative character. So the franchise Shane Stud showed up, and then you know you have to because that's my guy, right? The franchise Shane Stud. He's like, that's just Shane Douglas. I'm like, said the guy who's making Kevin Nash again. You know. Kind of <laughs> so they create a character. Uh, I know some people don't don't uh, you know some people get truly too into their creative character. I mean, we were in college, so uh, while everyone else was out getting you know high or drunk or doing stupid shit, it was not unheard of that we would go buy a cube of yes, twenty four cans of Mountain Dew, um, a couple pizzas, or no, I shouldn't even say buy pizzas. We would go to the cafeteria and tell the guy working, "Hey, we need a couple extra pies," and he would make extra pizzas for us. And we would then have three to four extra pizzas that they made for us. And we would take them upstairs and we'd like have pizza. And during the day, Mark, after track practice and stuff, we would go to the price chopper, which is down the street. Um, I know it's a very local thing. And we would get a cube of soda for like $3. And we would eat pizza and uh, drink Mountain Dew and play wrestling games where we create characters and stuff like that. You know, and it was like, that's what we did. I mean, we had other games we played too. Like, and eventually there's other wrestling games, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, okay, and it's like, you know, you're playing, the problem was, what was the game, there was the WCW game where everyone could throw the powerbomb. That was WCW versus the world. Was that which it? Which I mainly remember you playing with Teresa's brothers. Oh my god, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everyone could powerbomb it, so you're having, like, the, uh, you're having the giant, Ray Mysterio, Ray Mysterio was powerbombing power oh, the giant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what I'm saying is, but like, th- those WCW games, some of them were like, eh, but those ones, the ones you're talking about, Chris, those were the best ones they put out. Yeah. Um, the problem became is that um, once you knew other wrestling that existed at that time. Now, was that what? Uh, what when did WWF or you know, the arcade game? Remember, remember that game, Luke? The yeah, one the where, arcade game came out before. Uh, before uh, that right. was on the Genesis, so that was a, a generation. That was right. a few years before that. That's that's when they did the the like the uh, Mortal Kombat kind of style looking characters. Yes, yeah. and it was all bullshit. The whole game was bullshit. In fact, Bret Hart in his documentary uh, Wrestling with Shadows is yelling at his son. He goes, "What uh, can Bret Hart ever win a match?" And his son's <laughs> playing that game, and he's playing his Doink the Clown, and he gives him the hand buzzer and shit. He's like, what the hell? You know, <laughs> sorry, Brad. <laughs> this documentary is not going to make you look good, brother. You know, kind of thing. Um, it didn't. Uh, so, it didn't. But no. the time, if you think about what WF was putting out, those were those kind of games. Those were not great. But the WCW games were like, okay, these are good. Now, who put that? That was THQ? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And then what Acclaim put out, did Acclaim put out the ECW game? Uh, okay, Acclaim put out ECW Hardcore Revolution because everybody, like I said, everybody was switching around. So when THQ, they got the, yeah, when Acclaim lost the WWF license and THQ got it, then Acclaim went and picked up the ECW license. And the ECW games were, for the most part, the same as the... Uh, old WWF games that Acclaim put out for the next-gen systems just with w- ECW characters in it. And, and a lot more weapons. A lot more weapons and stuff like <laughs> and that. Blood yes. And blood. I actually have ECW Hardcore Revolution for my Game Boy, which is a Game Boy Color-only cartridge. Okay. <laughs> so uh, if you ever wanted, you know, Rob Van Dam, Raven Sandman, Balls Mahoney, if you ever want to play as Balls Mahoney, an officially licensed <laughs> game, may you rest in peace. This is the game to pick up. Yeah. I love Balls Mahoney, a native of Nutley, New Jersey. 
Um, yeah, so the, the problem, yeah, because Kelly had that. I'm trying to think. I was trying to remember who put out what because some of those games, because a lot of because wrestling was super hot, so they were trying to get those games out. And the problem yeah. is some of them kind of blurred together. You, know, you kind of forget like which game was that? Like, what, I mean, I remember playing in Kelly's basement, um, you know, uh, on this little tiny TV playing the the ECW game, going, God, this sucks. Like, <laughs> like but that's what she had because you get it, you know, you're like, okay, this kind of sucks. And I'm like, man, there's yeah. got to be better games with this than this thing. But yeah, those WCW games. See, the thing is, Hero is that, uh, and I know this is gonna, this is this is just, a, you know. A segue into you know probably the next hour um so you're talking about what like 98 99 yeah. in that range okay yeah so we know what wf is putting out right wrestlemania 2000 luke's talking about stuff like that we know what wcw is yeah. putting out but on the sega saturn if you bought the piece that plugged in the back so you could play games you got the from, rom card the rom card so you played games yeah. from the land of the rising sun <laughs> where no, I, I know I, I'm not going to go with them. The, there's two games to talk about here. I'm going to go with the first one here, and, and then we'll go into the next one, which is going to lead to a whole big bag of stuff. The first one is All Japan Pro Wrestling, right? It's actually oh. the full title. Sorry, and this is important: is All Japan Pro Wrestling plus Virtua. Yes, because it because does have the Virtua Fighter guy. In it, it has two characters from Virtua Fighter in there. It's got <laughs> Jeffrey McWild. And 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 uh, Wolf McHawk, whatever. Yeah. The two wrestlers yes. from Virtual Fighter are yes. in this game as well. But that's not the important part. The important part of that game is that you were playing as the guys from All Japan. And if you are not a Japanese wrestling fan, you might not. Oh, who cares? But it had Stan Hansen in it, which is still to me the best thing because they would just go, they would start saying Hansen, Hansen. Hanson and what did Bob be like? They're cheering for me. <laughs> <laughs> Our good friend, Mr. Bob Hanson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the uh, um, so but you had you had uh, you know uh, what Jumbo Saruta. You had I'm trying I gotta, I gotta get the list. Um, the the you had all the the guys who you uh, you know were in all Japan, and the game was not. It wasn't what do you call? It, it wasn't. Um, Oh crap! What is it? Um, it was, well, it was it was it was it was done by Sega AM2. Yeah. So it was a it was a polygonal game. So it you ha, it, you were moving around like a polygonal style, kind of like a Virtua Fighter game. So it was an early like you know polygonal 3D style uh, wrestling game. Right. Right. And it, it, it and it, and it was it was still mostly timing based, if I remember right. But you could pound the buttons and do okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I'm the, just saying. The one thing that this had in it um, was instead of just you know being like okay, well I'm doing my moves or whatever. When you would drop someone with a brain buster, um, you could cause brain damage to their head, and they would show you an X-ray and show you how much brain damage you actually were causing. Yeah, Which, yeah, that's you, amazing. Depending on, depending on where you dropped them, they show the X-ray. They show you getting hurt. The ro- I've got the roster here. It was Giant Baba, Mitsuhawa Masawa, uh, 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 Kawada. Akira Tawe, Kenta Kobashi, Jun Akiyama, Stan Hansen, um, Dr. Death Steve Williams, Gary Albright, Johnny Ace, and then Wolf and Jeffrey from Virtual Fighter. Right, yeah. And, and, and they, and they, yeah, so they, they would chant your name, you know, and, and every, and so because it was polygonal, everybody was the right size. So like Tawe was, was taller and Baba was taller than everybody. Yeah. 
And we, that, that game was a lot harder to, to play because because it's got all these detailed stuff you can see, and then the manual's in Japanese. Yep. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm not sure what to do here. <laughs> the, reason, the reason why I mean, the reason why I love that game, um, and again, it, I don't love it as much as the, the next one we're going to talk about, uh, but the, the game, it just was, it was so different than uh, the stuff, um, you know, that you would see from uh uh like we and uh, wf and like wcw and stuff like that fun stuff but the, but it was just was so cool because if you liked pure wrestling if you liked japanese wrestling at all these were the guys you wanted to see and you're in there and uh was it um kento kabashi's chops would just blister your chest and yep. you know it just it was back and forth it was just great it was just great to see these guys in there and to actually have a good time uh playing with them and i mean to be honest i i found this game was like you said, look challenging. It definitely was a harder it was, game. It's a it's a very Japanese game in that if if you if if you understood the nuances, you could probably do a lot in it. But on the surface, it was really tough. Yes. Yeah. You know? yeah and yeah. it was it was it was tough to get in, but it looked so nice. I saw the Saturn. The Saturn was such a such a nice machine yeah. that unfortunately, for various reasons that we were referring to earlier, didn't catch on. But man, that game looked cool, well, and and it still does. You know, for that for that era, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 the thing, other thing too, we had. Uh, you know, uh, if you had the, like we were saying, the conversion piece to put in the back, you inst- the back of the Saturn had a slot where you would slide this. Um, well, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a, the, the slot there was for the ROM expansion cart. Yes. And there were certain games that that you could put a, a, a RAM cart in the back to help run it. The one I'll always remember was like Fatal Fury Special. Right, right, yeah. Right. If you put it with the RAM card, it would play like Arcade Perfect on it. But the one that we had was also what had the firmware on it, so it would it would be, act like a mod chip, so yep. that you could play the Japanese games. Right. Well, and it was it was the what was it? It was upstairs. Was it uh, was Electronics Boutique? Yes. I was that where John worked? Yeah. EB. Yeah. It was before there were yeah. EB games. They were Electronics Boutique, and they had that, and they had Japanese games. And the great part about the Japanese games were was not only did it have uh, the what do you call? It? Not only did it have uh, um, the, what do you call the uh, the the all Japan game? But we, we had the Castlevania game too, didn't we? Yes, um, yes, and I and I actually just sold that game this past year for uh, let's just say for triple digits on eBay. Holy so, crap, oh my, really? yeah, well, the, the the Saturn the Saturn Castlevania just real awesome. quick. Yeah. Well, it's it's it. Everyone, I assume most people our age know Castlevania Symphony of the Night for the PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. The, the Saturn version of it was called uh, it was called Dracula X Nocturne in the Moonlight, and it was like I said, it was a version of Symphony of the Night, which at, in the U.S. was only on the PlayStation. It added the ability to play as uh, as as a Belmont, as Simon Belmont, and as Maria Belmont. And it remixed some of the levels and stuff and mixed it with some of the, uh, they put some special stuff in it and all that. Exceptionally rare game. And Castlevania games are always popular on the mm-hmm. resale market. So that was one where it's like, wow, I can buy Symphony of the Night for six bucks on my PSP from the PlayStation Network. And it's in English. Yep. You know, the game was so, great though. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's the same. It's I mean, it's the same. You, if, any, if you ever played Symphony of the Night, you know how cool this, how cool yeah, that game is. Yeah, so yeah, I really. sold that for a good chunk of change on on eBay, uh, la, or two years ago, and 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 frankly, I don't regret it because as cool as it was, I still have the game sure. in a more playable sure. format. But yeah, but the, like I said, they had a lot for whatever reason. They had a bunch of those import Saturn games there, yeah. and, and we partook of them. <laughs> and the thing is, so we bought we buy the Castlevania game, right? We're like, oh, this is amazing. And we bought the, the, the all Japan wrestling game, 
But the game, I think we bought, we bought the Castlevania game first. I think we bought the mod and the Castlevania game first. Yes. And, or did John just bring them over? Because. No, he, I want to know. I, I think, no, I think John said, hey, I have, we have these. Are you interested? Oh. Come by the store. Okay. And I think we got the, hey, that's my brother, uh, you know, even though our last names are different and we don't look anything alike. Disc yeah. <laughs> um, because yes, that we definitely yeah. Did. Uh, Electronic Boutique had this like thing like they would get we, we we would see movies like a month before they would come out because John would be working and and they'd get a copy and then like then they would sell their movies for a hundred dollars a piece because they were like the the rental buy throughs right before before yeah. movies became that so John's like hey you want to watch this movie we're like yeah he brought it over I'm like awesome like we just saw the movie a month before it comes out to rent and he would just do that all the time so. He would, he would pull stuff for us. Cause again, you know, it's to, to be a good brother, you know, kind of thing, you know, yeah. you gotta, gotta be that stuff. If you, if you know, if you understand your wrestling terms, you know, this is what we did. We looked out for each other kind of thing. Everyone always looked out for each other. We're like, Oh shit, Jay and Luke want this. Let me pull this aside. And it was not unheard of for him to say, okay, well I'll buy it and then get my money. The money came out of my wallet, you know, but it was still John buying it. And his, his manager was super cool. And the guys who worked there were super cool guys. Which is usually not the case anymore uh, at those kind of stores. Um, but they were really cool guys, and they were like, they understood, like, why, who cares? Like, this is a big, you know, this company makes millions of dollars off of everything. They buy your gains back for thirty-seven cents, and then sell them for twenty dollars. Like, they're not, they're not hurting for money. But the, I think we bought Castlevania first. But the next game we bought is probably the one of the most to me, one of the most important games period I ever played, because it changed. Because I'm not very good at video games, a lot of them. And this game is not about butt mashing. This game is about doing things in the right order. Would you, is that a fair assessment, Luke, would you say? Yes. Okay. Yes. And the game I'm referring to here, and there are a lot of different versions, but I'm talking about Fire Pro Wrestling as Six Man Scramble. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fire Pro. And Hero News is like, well, Fire Pro is going to happen, right? You knew we had to be. Fire Pro <laughs> yes. Fire Pro Wrestling. There might not be a more important series of games that I've ever played, period, than the Fire Pro Wrestling games. And I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I love Madden. I love Bill Walsh college football, uh, the you know, Lakers versus Celtics and Lakers versus, all the EA games were great. But for a wrestling game or a series of games, Fire Pro Wrestling is insane. For those of you who don't, who never played Fire Pro Wrestling, uh, what? And two, um, uh, to, to read the roster to you would take me 30 minutes at least. Cause how many, how many guys came in the game originally first for, uh, about 300, I think were in fire wrestling. Right. And you had, and you had the space to, to put another 200 or so, um, in the the edit mode, the edit mode. And in the edit mode, we made Luke made an Owen Hart that is friggin' was killer. You made a Brian Pillman and an Owen Hart that were so much better than I'm like that. You see one ones online, and I'm like that's shit. Luke made a better one than that. <laughs> right? Okay. So funny story. Here we go. Okay. So because because God forbid I don't tell a story about this. We're at the well. You're Dan- Italian, so yeah. you got to tell a little. Well, story my hands are moving, so we're good. Yeah. Um, we're at the Danbury Fair Mall because we get a phone call because okay, Bob is part of the story again, and um. We are uh, at the – this is before Kelly, right? I'm assuming, right? I don't think Kelly's – I was dating Christine at the time. Yes, because Christine walked right so, past yeah. Right. We get a – Tammy Fitch, you know, so, 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 you know, Sonny, is going to be signing Sonny. autographs. Sonny, for those you know, 
is going to be signing autographs at the Danbury Fair Mall. And our response was, holy fucking shit, we need to go. So Bob, is he, Bob's with us? Yeah. Bob, 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 Bob drove to our house. Bob drove to our house as fast way. as he could in his car, um, which is saying something. Um, and then we got in my car because nothing screamed studmobile like a little tiny red Subaru Impreza hatchback with blinkers on the side. And we 1995 spe- Subaru Impreza hatchback. <laughs> and we sped Bright over. cherry red. It was. It was. We sped <laughs> over to the mall, and we were like third or fourth online. And when we were there, our, our guy who's Luke's agent, this guy Mike uh, Patini, uh, or, or William Benito, or William Benito, as he's known in some circles. Um, no, that's just a sister, Christopher. Um, so we were online, and we're going to meet Sonny. And we're like, okay, try not to act like an idiot. Like, we're all just trying to calm down because <laughs> fucking, okay. So Don't act like, like a fucking nerd. Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> act like a nerd. <laughs> the problem is this, is that Sonny, seeing people seem to forget. They look at, at her now. This is a lady who's gone through a lot in life and rehab and whatever. And they're like, eh, she's kind of busted looking. Whatever. She still looks good for somebody who's gone through as much shit as she's gone through and taken as much drugs as she's done and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. not trying to be mean, but it's honest and this is all out there. This is Sonny. What, what year is this? We're talking Luke. 1996. Or, no. no, 97. 97. Uh, yeah. 96. No, it's, no, it's 96. It's not, no, I'm from freshman college. Wasn't it? Wasn't the Fright Fight, Fright Fight 97? I thought it was 96. Um, doesn't matter. The whole point was I was in college um, because I was going off to college and I, was, I wasn't I was dating Kelly yet. I can tell that. I was dating Christine. Um, so it wasn't 98 because I was. No, it couldn't. Be. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The whole point is we're there and we're like online. And we're like, okay, don't be a bunch of nerds. Don't fucking screw up. And Christine's like <laughs> wasted. Like she's like, this is a waste. I'm like, no, we're going to meet her. And Sonny at this time is the most downloaded woman in the world or something like yeah. there was that. Or that thing. I mean, she's gorgeous, dude, like insanely gorgeous, but not like, like, oh my God, supermodel. Like she looks like a gorgeous woman who you might see at the mall. Like, you're like, holy shit, that's the fucking best-looking woman in this mall, which wasn't saying much for Danbury. But still, like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, fuck, she's really good-looking, right? So we're trying to be as cool as anything. And Bob's being cool, <laughs> which is great, because Bob's not always, like, Bob can be like, ah, you know, kind of weird about things. Sorry, Bob, you can be. <laughs> fuck, you know, whatever, dude. You don't want to agree with me. It's cool. Uh, you know, just watch your stand-up. Um, so um, the uh, uh, we go up there, and we're like, just – being so cool and all the guys in front of us are being like total tools like you're gorgeous and we're like oh how's it going you know she's like good you're talking to us and i'm like and was it you who said oh i was calling hoping to see chris here and she's like yes yes because luke if, if okay my brother is a very big brian pillman fan i don't think there's any any you know doubt I, about I love, that i love brian pillman yeah. my brother was is a very big owen hart fan there's yep. no denying that and luke is a very big chris candido fan Right. Mm, yep. those, those are three gentlemen who most people are not huge fans of that my brother like loves. Like they are his some of his favorite wrestlers. Is that a fair assessment, Luke? That is an absolutely true statement. OK, so he said, oh, we we're kind of hoping to see Chris here. Just totally casual. We're being the most casual, laid back. No big deal. This is one of the most beautiful women we're going to meet. Totally cool being guys. She's like, oh, he's off getting me earrings. And yeah. our eyes got anime big. Like, like they just, <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, don't do it. And we're trying so hard not to geek out right now. And she's like, yeah, I'm sure he's around. If you guys walk around, you probably find him. 
and then and then Mike gets up here and goes, "You're pretty." And I'm oh, like, "Oh God!" Yeah. And we're like, Mike, "We don't know him." Mike's like, "Guys, wait for me." We're like, "Um, do we know you?" Uh, Mike, just, yeah, Mike, Mike had a Mike had a bit of a breakdown. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> Mike, oh, Mike was like, "You're the prettiest girl." Yeah, ever seen. Uh, Mike pretty, was truly yeah, an idiot, and yeah. I'm like, "Oh no!" And we had to leave him. We had to fuck him. We leave him. We're done. So. We walk away like, oh, it's cool, no problem. We got our signed sunny pictures, like, yeah, we'll see you later, you know, kind of thing. And then as soon as we're out of sight, break into a full sprint. Luke and Bob <laughs> sprint <laughs> up the stairs. We now are thinking, where are the jewelry stores in the mall? At that time, there's four. And they, Bob runs one way, Luke runs the other. This is only a two-level mall. I'm this headed to days before cell phone, but yes, like there are no cell phones. Well, there's nothing, yeah. right? There's nothing. And I'm now walking towards the only other jewelry store in the mall because there's nothing behind me. And I'm like, okay. And Christine's walking ahead of me. And she's like, I fucking hate this because that's everything she ever did in her entire life was hate everyone we did. And she walked. Fuck, she was. And it's it's not different now. It's okay. Um, so she walks right past them. And I'm wearing a Taz shirt because that's what I wear to meet Tammy Lynn Sitch. I wear a fucking Taz shirt. So she walks right past this guy, doesn't give him a second look. And I would say what we were like, you know, hundred feet apart, right? Yeah. And he goes, "Taz sucks." <laughs> and I said, "I think Chris Candido sucks." And he goes, "Say that to my face." And I was like, "I will." So I start walking over to him because as soon as he said Taz sucks, my eyes were like, "That's Candido." Now, if I come back with, "No, he doesn't," he'll be like, "You're a fucking mark," right? If I come back with a like. A dig at him, maybe he'll think I'm a fucking mark, and he'll be shitty with me, or maybe he'll laugh, right? And I'm like, fuck, all I need him to do is laugh, because then I might be able to hold him for a second, because the two guys are, you can hear them running upstairs in the mall, they're sprinting, <laughs> right? And I go, he goes, oh, I go, oh, man, I go, I go, Mr. Candido, I said, I said, your match with Eddie was awesome, this is the pay-per-view when Taz and him wrestled the second match of the night or whatever, and Taz busted his eye open, um, yeah. And, which is a great pay per view, just not well lit. Uh, heat wave, wasn't yeah, it? Heat, heat wave, wave ninety seven. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we're down, and uh, um, I said, "Well, look," I said, "My brother and, and our best friend Bob." I said, "They were trying. They're, they've been running looking to find you. We just, we just said, we just talked to Tammy. We'd like to." He goes, "Well, I got to sit down, brother. I'm old, right?" So we're sitting on the bench in the fucking middle of the mall, me and him shooting the shit, and Christine, nice. Christine's like coming over. She's like, "Is this the guy?" Right here comes Luke and Bob running down the escalator as fast as they can, and they're running. And I'm like, like, don't blow this. They come over, Mr. Candido. Oh my God! And he's like, like, Bob goes, "What's that on your eye?" He has stitches holding his eye together. Oh God! What's that on your eye? And oh God, it was hard not to like. What are you doing? Like, we're just trying to be so cool, so laid back. And he goes, we're just, we're just trying to be the chillest motherfuckers ever, you know? And Candido yeah. goes, oh, he goes, oh, yeah, what's the stitches I got from Taz? Because he had sunglasses. And he takes sunglasses off. And he had, remember how swollen his eye was? Yeah. This is, this yeah, is, yeah, the, was, was a week later. Up. He still had black and blue with swollen. And he tells us about the fright fight and everything. Oh, my God. It just was so crazy. So, I know this has nothing to do with Fire Pro Wrestling. Um, but I'm getting there. <laughs> Wait. So Luke goes, I made you in Fire Pro Wrestling. And he goes, okay. And I go, it's a video game, and, you know, you're his favorite wrestler, so he made you in the game. He's like, oh, that's cool. Like, it could have been totally, like, 
no. Oh, it's cool. Okay, it's cool. You know, uh, you know, because I mean, we weren't out. You know, you know. Well. I was so, going to say, the, the, the end game of this is he tells us, like I said, about the Fright Fight, which was at the Twin Rinks in Stamford, oh Connecticut, God. on Halloween night. Yes. And I said, okay. I said, we'll get tickets. I'll be the guy with the Candido with God's eye. Mm-hmm. And he says, okay. And I say, laugh it off, and we say goodbye and everything else. Fast forward a few months to Halloween night in Stamford, Connecticut, in the shadow of Titan Tower. Where they went trick-or-treating, by the way. Yes, they, they did. Uh, Tammy, 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 was, Tammy was dressed up as Bubba Ray Dudley, which is funny as hell. <laughs> and um, Chris Candido is dressed up, dressed up like Skip, um, and uh, Shane Douglas is dressed up like Dean Douglas. So, just throwing it out there. <laughs> and, and the thing is, it, it's at it's at the Twin Rink, so it's at a hockey rink. And so they got the pullout bleachers. Yeah. And one section of the pullout bleachers is fenced off, and that's where, like, as the boys would finish their match, a lot of them would shower up, whatever get changed. They'd come out and watch the card. Yeah. Was and a hell so of a card. after. It was. It was it's a great card. I put, card. It, I, put it, I put it in the Skype window for anyone yeah, yeah, yeah. to see it. Oh. And uh, but um, so after um, uh, Chris and uh, Douglas, they they originally had a match with uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, which was the Blue Meanie and Nova, which was fantastic. <laughs> uh, but then they, then they fought Curtis, Curtis and Lafon. You both they can't tag out. You, you can't both tag out, guys. But they. <laughs> After the match with Furnace Lafon, uh, Tammy and Chris come out, and Tammy is still dressed as Bubba Lay Dudley, and she's got this giant bag of candy that she's just snarfing candy out of. And Chris is just sitting there. He's just wearing street clothes. And so we go over, and I say, Chris! I hope the sign is... It, the sign, the Candida was God sign. It's the guy from the mall! Yeah! Nice. <laughs> yeah, dude. We were marking out so hard. And 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 that show that show is phenomenally good. I mean, it's like, it's it's amazing. When you think about, it wasn't a TV. It wasn't shot for TV. It was just shot for RF video, home video. Like it was fan cammed. It was, but God, that show was good. Remember? I mean, that was just ins- every oh, match was, was insane. insane, just insane. And then the crazy part is, Dad's with us because Dad drove and he's got his camera, so he's taking like really good pictures. So we had some really good pictures because he brought the like super high speed film and the you know telephoto lens and stuff like that. And Bob's with us, of course, right? So. After the show's over, because I you you definitely would appreciate this, Chris, right? So we're like we're hungry. So where are we gonna go? So there's oh, yeah. McDonald's, right? So we go to McDonald's, right? Yeah. And now Bob's like, well, I don't really have a lot of money. And Dad goes, don't worry, I'll buy dinner. And Luke and I are not worried at this point because this is now we're going out with a, on an adventure, basically. ECW to my dad was an adventure. Taking Luke to see uh, Iron Maiden and uh, yes. whatever was an adventure, right? I mean, it's what it is. That, that's what Dad <laughs> approaches it. It's an adventure. Right. So we're going to do this. Right. And and, you know, you might not love it, Luke, but think about it. Like dad went to Iron Maiden. That's insane. Okay? Oh, I do love that. I give dad all the credit in the world. I've, I, yeah. I've told this story before that, you know, dad was the only guy not patted down as yes. we were going in the same Maiden. <laughs> yeah. like, sir, you can go ahead. You're yeah, good. You go just ahead. go right in, sir. We, we're sure if you cause any problems, we got a fucking problem tonight. Right. Um, so then we walk into McDonald's and at that time they were running um, – what was oh was a forty nine cent hamburger and fifty nine cent cheeseburger or something like that? It was their promotion. Oh, uh, the good old days. Yeah, well, it was something like yeah. that, right? And so Dad's like, "How hungry are you?" And I'm like, "Well, I haven't eaten since lunch, Dad." And that was at you know noon, and I you know, and Luke's like, "I'm always hungry." And Bob's like, "Well, you know, Mr. Jack Nettie, I haven't really eaten much today." And Dad goes, "Great, give me forty cheeseburgers." <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, thirty. Excuse me, not forty. Thirty cheeseburgers. Yeah. We've had, we've ordered forty before. Thirty cheeseburgers. That's four people, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, right. And Bob goes, "Ah, oh, 
And he goes, you said you were hungry, right, Bob? Bob goes, yeah. Well, they start making cheeseburgers. And they give us, he goes, just keep bringing them out. So they kept just bringing us cheeseburgers, right? But we were starving. And like, McDonald's cheeseburgers, they go down real easy. I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, but yeah, they they... Just, especially when they're hot. Yeah, right? yeah. They, they go down easy. You know, talking to a fat guy, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's the, you know, oh, I know. I, hey, man. You know what I'm saying? I Never know. trust a skinny person about food. You know, like, they, yeah. what, they smell it? How, how do you know it's a good fucking taco? Do you smell it, you know? Like, shut up, you know? <laughs> you know? Anyway. Yeah, the smell of the taco. So that, what do you call it? So we had the, the, the fright fight. The ta- Oh, my God. That was a hell of a night. And then I had to go back to fucking Albany the next morning. So, cause, yeah. <laughs> because I was in school. But um, anyway, Fire Pro Wrestling uh, Scramble was a staple of uh, the uh, Fire Pro S was a staple of Oh, good Lord. Like, my birthday party, and, like, we'd have, like, I don't know, how many people were at that party? Like, 40 people? Yeah, like, that's a lot of people there. And we had people staying over, people driving in from Albany. We had people, I mean, see, everyone's like, you know, my parents were so cool. Like, like my parents, like, you know, I don't drink or smoke or they didn't worry about that. No one was drinking or smoking at our house. No one's doing drugs and that shit, like, whatever. The people who wanted to smoke went to the end of the driveway and snuck across, just, like, and puffed a few, and then made sure they weren't by my dad. But, like, no one was doing that shit at their house, right? So, but, like, we get there, and, like, Mark and Mish aren't, you know, engaged or anything. But, all right, we're sleeping in one bed. Great, go sleep in one bed. And, like, uh, Dave and his girlfriend, something like, that was not a problem. My parents were like, well, it's what's going to be, I guess, you know, kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I wasn't sleeping in a bed with, with Kelly or anything, because like, that's, you know, it's your son. It's a different story. But it's like, yeah, you kind of, you know, things just whatever. But that party, that party started when... God's flashlight was turned on full bright. So like middle of the afternoon and we had people showing up at our house till like one in the morning. Remember Lou? Like, and I had, did I have bleached hair? Then I did. I had, I had bleached my hair blonde and I had, I had, cause I was big Papa pump and I had the black strip (laughs) down the middle with the bleached out goatee. I got to find pictures here. I'll send them to you. Um, and I'm wearing an, uh, the next morning, that's when I had the NWA Wolfpack shirt on with the, with the, the Lucha Libre mask. Wolf head. Yeah. yeah, and and we it was just insane. And there's pictures of everyone together, and you're like, oh, like there's like 20 people in that picture, and there's another picture of like 15 people, and none of them are the same people except Luke and I, right? And yeah. at one point, there's a picture of us all sitting in the living room, and 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 Luke jumps across the, everyone on the couch, and it's me and Keith. Um, and I no, wanna... no, 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 no. I was sitting on the couch because I was playing Fire Pro. Who I was underneath us? everyone. <laughs> oh, well, Keith's sitting next to me. Whoever jumped across us, um, but the, on the TV you can kind of see because you know a picture you can't see that. You can see Fire Pro Wrestling on there because <laughs> that video game system went on, and we had a great time. Don't get me wrong; we, everyone had no one drank the a, a drop of liquor the entire night, and I would say that was an awesome party. Everyone had a good time. There were no fist fights like the next year when. Uh, Christine wanted to fight people and fight Kelly. That was the funny one. And, uh, you know, things like that. Like, totally cool. But Fire Pro Wrestling was on. And people were playing against each other. And, we, and guys were like, our friends were like, what's this? Who That looks like Hulk Hogan. I want to be that guy. Like, remember <laughs> Dougal would get on there and just start yeah. Dude, it was just insane. You just played. And, and no one knew the Japanese wrestlers except Luke and I. And I'm like, well, you can be that guy. I'm going to go over here. Like, who are you being? Like, don't worry about it. Masahiro Chono. It's like, who's that? I don't know. Great Muda, you know, kind of thing. Or like, Kenta Kabashi. Like, I'm going to shock you so hard. And that also led to, because Kelly would play with us when Kelly became, you know, part of the clique here. Uh, Kelly actually got a move banned 
And yes, <laughs> she we... would play as Vader. <laughs> she would play as Vader nonstop. And the most dangerous move from you're thinking, okay, big Van Vader, power bomb, Vader bomb, corner punches. No, Boston Crab. <laughs> Man, the Boston Crab. He won match after match after match after match with the Boston Crab. Kelly, it Kelly, made no sense whatsoever. Kelly could not lock up with you and throw a move. Period. She could not do it. She could punch and she could kick, and that was Kelly's entire arsenal: punch and kick. The problem was, as Big Van Vader, his punch and kick hurt a lot because the game has a lot of a lot of strategy involved to what you're doing, like. If you're playing as a, lucha, as a luchador, you better wrestle in that style. Otherwise, it ain't going to work for you. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You know, So Kelly would punch and kick, and she would get you hurt, and then she would just Boston Crab you. And she would not stop Boston Crabbing. She's like, Boston Crab, Boston Crab. And it's all she would do. And I'm like, it looks like, would you fucking stop? And I'm like, Kelly, you got to stop. She goes, nope, Boston Crab, Boston Crab. You play somebody else. Nope, Boston Crab. And it became... Ban the Boston Crab. Ban the I, Boston Crab. I thought it was like it felt like it was like kind of ban ban the uh, the remember it when um we call had the met the oh, what the hell was it um uh what the hell is the um God I can't remember what the hell it was the uh, the thing Brett, uh, Greg Valentine wore on his leg oh yeah, the right? hammered the, the, the hammer yeah, jammer the, the heartbreaker yeah and he had a hammer jammer so the heartbreaker anyway. and the hammer jammer so was, was Greg that just sounds dirty garbage, yeah doesn't it though yeah. So well, and, and the thing, what Blake, Blake Jay is saying, Fire Pro has a, has a ton of stats in it. Mm-hmm. So to make a wrestler is an investment of time mm-hmm. and effort to really get their stats because you're not only doing all their stats, you then you got to do the stats for their logic for them to fight when you're not controlling them. Yep. Oh, you do their CPU logic. So and 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 this goes even further with the the last game on my list, which is Fire Pro Wrestling A. Also known as Fire Pro Wrestling Advance, this was fired. The first Fire Pro Wrestling game ever released in English was a launch title for the Game Boy Advance. And uh, this introduced what's called the audience match, where you not only have to fight in a certain style in order to use your character wisely, you have to fight in a certain style to win the approval of the audience. Oh, yes. This is the one player mode in (laughs) Fire Pro A. So there's let the, the, you know, they, they have the, they have the strong style which you have to fight like a New Japan fight. They have the King's Road, where you have to fight all Japan style. They have Showman, where you have to fight like a WWE guy. You've got to play to the crowd. They have Lucha Libre, which speaks for itself. They have Hardcore, which speaks for itself. They have Stoic, which is code word for knock your opponent out because you're, you're an MMA fighter. Yep. And, and they have, and it, yeah, well, and it has a full, it has a full MMA game in it as well. Yep. So you can play in the octagon and have a big have MMA style fights in it as well. And so, but it, it's, and I still play this to this day. It's one of the, it was the second game I bought for the GBA. I bought it on launch day along with Castlevania Circle of the Moon. And, and I still play it to this day because it's so, it's so great and so deep. And they're all, it's all sprite based. It's not poly, it's not polygonal. It's sprite based. So doing the edits, you have, tons and tons of things you can customize about your character from a visual standpoint and they usually put about a hundred or so pre-made bodies Mm -hmm. in there so like scott hall scott hall has been in like every version of this game i've ever played he's never been a character (laughs) default but his model is always in there Mm -hmm. so you could pop load up scott hall and then put some moves in and you got scott hall ready to go so fire pro is a game it's all about timing like jay said so if you come up and you do the grapple it's not who hits the buttons the hardest or who hits the button the fastest, who hits the button at the right second. Mm-hmm. And if you hit the button at the right second and you input the correct 
type of move. You don't try and go for a finisher right out. You'll get reversed. If you go for a light, a lighter grappling move, a, a, a lesser damage move, there's a chance you'll hit it. And as you wear your opponent down, you can start mixing in other moves and working that up. And um, you have to, and you have to breathe. That's the other one that throws everybody off in Fire Pro. <clears throat> as you go, your visually, your sprite, you can see, starts getting tired. Yeah, he's just huffing so and puffing. He starts huffing and puffing, so you got to stop and breathe. So if you toss the opponent out of the ring, you stop and just get a breather in the ring. Yeah. Or maybe you powder out of the ring and take a breather. Yeah. Because you're and breathing is one of the stats that you have. Yep. So if a guy like Owen Hart had a great, had a, I think I had him as very high in breathing because Owen was never winded. But then when I made you know the giant haystacks, okay. you know Loch Ness, <laughs> that was the other end of the spectrum from a breathing. <laughs> But the great Kali was the same way when I made him. You know, yeah. just to, their breathing was very poor, and they had to take a lot of pills. They were going to tire out and be puffing around. So, right. yes, I mean, if you, I mean, the, there there is a fire pro game for just about every system out there. Yep. Um, they just released one on Steam earlier this year, which is called Fire Pro Wrestling World, oh. and that came out about a month ago. The beta on Steam was over the summer, but now it is it is fully available on Steam, and it's called Fire Pro Wrestling World. And uh, that can be played on Windows or the PlayStation 4. Um, and it's, supposed, it's, it's, it's a throwback to the old style of Fire Pro. Because the last Fire Pro um, wrestling before this was, there was a Fire Pro wrestling for the Xbox, which was kind of a, a button mashing. It was like an arcade mini game. Fire Pro Wrestling Returns was the previous actual Fire Pro game. That was for the PlayStation 2. So that shows awesome. you how old that yeah, and Fire Pro Wrestling Returns is awesome. But yes. so there's still fire. So no matter what system you have, if you've yep. got a GBA, if you've got a PlayStation Two, if you've got a, um, a, a first generation PlayStation, if you've got a Saturn, if you've got a Dreamcast, if you have a Wonder Swan, Ooh. I'm not joking. There is a Wonder mm-hmm. Swan Fire Pro Wrestling game. Then you can play Fire Pro if you've got any type of modern yeah. system. So please go to the Fire Pro Wrestling page on Wiki and find one. Yeah. I promise it may have a learning curve. You will get over the learning curve yeah. and will enjoy this game. That's all I've got. To I, say. I, I, but put it this way: Fire Pro Wrestling Returns, right for the PS2, that came out uh, back in like November of '07, so like 11 yeah. years ago. I'm like, or you know, 10 plus years ago, and that game. Um, I don't have a ton of games for the PS2 that I actually ever play. That's one of them. In fact, when we went down to Luke, like I was saying, we went for the, out for the wrestling. I brought that game from New York. I said I couldn't get it. I bought a copy in New York for myself. I then went. I found it. the only other copy in the you know five EB games around here. I brought it with me to South Carolina. Just the game. Luke doesn't have a PS2, mind you. I go, here's the game. He goes, well, what are we doing? I go, we're going to find a PS2. Yeah, we're we going to go and go buy a PS2. I'm we not drove kidding. to Walmart and bought one. We, we went to Walmart, <laughs> we bought a PS2 and then and, and an extra controller, and then we went to the gaming store to see if they had any other cheap games there, so maybe pick up Luke's like, oh, maybe I've got a couple, couple games for this, right? I mean, you have a, you don't have that many games for the PS2, no, I don't know. I got a handful, but yeah. Yeah, we picked up a couple that were super cheap. I think it was like a maybe a football game or something. Or yeah, or we whatever. Got, yeah, we got like major, like, yeah, we got a baseball game, we got Iron Man, yeah, nothing major. Nothing yeah. major, right? But we get back, we start playing Fire Pro, and now, and it's like, so he's never played, he never played this game before. I mean, I've played the game, but Luke's never played this. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I know exactly what to do, because I've played Fire Pro before. And once you played Fire Pro with that many buttons, it's just getting used to which buttons are which, and you're good to go, because the mm. game makes sense. It is one of the best gaming system, uh, wrestling game systems ever, so... 
Um, and, and of course, as Luke said, there's the Fire Pro A, and then there's a Fire Pro Wrestling 2 for the Game Boy Advance. This is the, you know, the yes. sequel. I have both. Um, the two. Now, I, I will say one real quick about Fire Pro 2 yeah. is it has what's a mode called Management of Ring, where you play as a promoter. Yep. And so what you do is you actually go out and you're you're recruiting wrestlers to bring into your promotion and then simulating cards to make money to go buy more wrestlers to bring into your promotion. Yeah, which is I mean, I mean, Returns has so much and you can edit the rings, you can edit title belts, you can edit refs, you can do anything in this game. It's insane. It's the most Japanese wrestling game ever. (laughs) <laughs> so, the, so there, so that, so there's, there's the whole Fire Pro world. I mean, we seriously, I'm not kidding. We could do two hours or some Fire Pro, and not even scratch the surface of it. But I want to make sure we talk about because I know we've been, uh, I've managed to pull us off track a number of times tonight. But I want to talk about there's two things left on my list, um, and one of them um, I just want to mention is uh, the first one is this. It's Phil Singer Games has an online version of their game, which in the last few years has not got as much love as the cards. Phil Singer Games uh, is run, um, uh, you know, I don't I don't know how many, I mean, some, I'm friends with all these guys, I've been friends with them for years. Um, you know, if Todd and all the guys are listening. Hey, uh, if you're not, you should be. Uh, the idea is that this is a, uh, you know, card and dice game. And they used to advertise in the Aftermags, and you might have seen it when back in the day in the old Aftermags as Champions of the Galaxy with Star Warrior and Thanos and Wolf and Pit Viper. And Luke and I said, hey, we got to get this game. So we sent away to Jamestown, New York, and they sent us this game. And Tom Filsinger, who runs the company, uh, sent us the game personally, you know, hand wrote everything out, sent it to us. And we played it once, and we're like, this is boring, because it was. Right, Luke? Yes, we played it in the car while driving to Florida. God, was it boring. When we're bored, and it was boring. Sorry, I've told you all this to the guys. That If any of the guys are listening, you know I've said this before. When I first played the game, it was boring. And eventually, I I met, I I was at Comic-Con, and I met Tom for the person, and I talked to a few of the guys, and they came out with what they called their Legends of Wrestling. So they have all the guys they've signed. They had the Road Warriors and Greg Valentine, and and over the years, it's grown. And I became an online ambassador for them. Um, when the online was going, you can actually play live head to head. And the game is, is much more exciting when you're playing with people and you're having a good time. And I've gone to events. Um, so the, uh, Phil Singer games online, if you search them out, they actually have an online thing. You sign up, you get two free, uh, characters. You get two free COTG characters and two free legends. I think the legends are one's jimmy snooka i don't remember the other one is so because i have all their stuff lots of fun they have simulations you play head to head against people for real in real time you can roll dice out and stuff like that but and not to blow through phil singer but they're not really a video game they're a card dice game who has an online version that i love but the the video game that if there's one that might be my favorite to push fire pro would be a game that has not one graphic in it at all it was by Lance Hafner Games. It's called Rampage Wrestling. Mm. It is DOS. A DOS. It is a DOS game. Okay. Yes. All right. It is all numbers. It is. If you look up Rampage Wrestling, and and most people have pictures of Lance Hafner Games three and one football and his baseball and his box TKO boxing. All these games, now Lance Hafner games no longer exist. No one has any idea what ever happened to this man. If Lance, if you're listening, please write in and tell us what that will happen to you. Because his website, if you go to lhgames.com, which still exists, it's just a front page. 
and it used to have links to stuff, but they're all gone, it looks like. Um, but it was, uh, when you got the game, now we saw this in, in an old Aftermax, or probably PWI, because that's what I loved, and Luke was a big fan of the wrestler and Inside Wrestling, even though they're all exactly the same. For all the reason. same magazine. Yeah, right? <laughs> it just was, I, I, I like PWI for the 500. And um, yeah. so what happened was, we saw this, like, oh, let's, let's try this. So we sent away for it, and you wait, you know, two, three weeks, and here comes a, a diskette uh, to your house. All right, load it on the computer. And it's all text-based, and it's DOS. So it's like, you know, there's nothing. And you get to, you know, you would edit wrestlers and put things in, and you get to pick the move, and it would give you the probability of success and how many points it would hit. And you couldn't run federations through it on the computer. You had to write it on pieces of paper and pen, right? You pen and paper, right? Well, when Luke and I worked at the BK Lounge, um, back in the day, um, uh, it was not unheard of for us to pass hours of time by me having a pen in my pocket. I always had a pen in my pocket in case the register went down, which happened three to four times a day. And I had to take orders yeah. by hand and me taking a mat, a placemat, turning it over and start writing out wrestling cards. And we would book wrestling cards and it was all legends and all different things that you could create wrestlers and stuff. And we would book the wrestling cards. It was all this stuff. And we had the first version of the game, which only had like, uh, like what, 500 wrestlers yeah. or something like that, right? It only had 500 people. And we would book that stuff. And we would do this stuff, go home, and we'd play them out on the computer. And it's not like, you know, like you're playing, it's a lot of action. We're down there going, what are you going to do? Oh, choke slam. And like, we would get excited about this. And it's just reading <laughs> things off the screen. It was hard to sell other people on how cool this game was. Bob bought into it. We gave Bob a copy of the game. It was easy. We just put it on his computer and uploaded it. Because back in the day, that's what you did with these things. Um, it was hard selling anyone else of my friends who were into wrestling on it. But Bob, Bob's stuff was always interesting. Luke and I would book stuff separately. I mean, I played Rampage Wrestling for years. I mean, years and years and years. And to me... Rampage is always a lot of fun. It is very hard to get people into it if they're like, well, there's nothing to look at. It's just, you know, whatever. You pick a move, pick a move. Pick... And at the end of the match, you could see the list of everything that happened in the match. So if you had a match that went on forever, and it would give you time, like in one hour, 17 minutes, like, holy crap, <laughs> right? And it had six-man tag, and the people complained, like, well, you can't do this, this, and this. And I'm like, yeah, this came out in, like, nine... this was created in, like, 1986, or 1987, like, that's when this guy wrote this code. Like, he was writing it in DOS. Like, come on. And and <laughs> there later was a, another version. My buddy Dave Little sent me um, the updated version of the game, which had, uh, like, way more. A couple, um, couple people thousand in people in it, right? And I always remember it had Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln was, in, was one of the standard people in there because he was a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. um, it did not have, like, Certain, and some guys' names were, and it was like it wasn't like okay, it would say like T Zinc, like it didn't say Tom's, like a T Zinc, or yeah. <laughs> it had like one two three K, you know, kind of thing like yeah. one two three kid, because it was just abbreviated. And we would go in and rechange their names, like Shane Douglas. We you know, found S Douglas. That's Shane Douglas. Go in and fix his moves, and you had like the Shane Douglas in the game was Shane Douglas from a tag team, like way back in the day with uh, when he first debuted. And, it just was a lot of fun, but you had to kind of really be nerdy and into wrestling to like yeah, it. Yeah, that, but that that was that was definitely not the mainstream popularity wrestling. That no. was nerd wrestling right there. But that was nerd of honor right there. But I'm saying is as, I, as how Bob much how much did that probably cost? 
like eight ninety five. Yeah, like maybe ten bucks with postage. Yeah, yeah. ten. <laughs> that's probably the best ten dollars I've ever spent on pretty much anything. That's that's a great ten dollars <laughs> right there. You know. All, I'm sorry. All I could think of is Jim Brewer. Dad, it's free. It's free with a can of Pepsi. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I know a lot of people. I mean, it, it, Rampage Wrestling is one of those things that uh, it's an acquired taste, and but but it's good, and it was so much fun, and um, I wish. That there was like I mean I, I I you probably I don't know if you can still do it on uh, like the new Windows but I know up to Windows seven if I had it on I have it on a flash drive and I would just double click on it and it would open it yeah. up in a little window and you could play and you play I play I, I mean I would do it at work you know if I had downtime between whatever or I was it's like when I was sitting in study hall I plug it in boom pull up and I just play five and I would just play a couple quick games in there and it's great because it looks like you're doing work because you're pressing keys. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you have a control in your hand. Like, what are you doing? Nothing. You know, you play refreshing keys and you're like, oh, yeah, this, oh, yeah, this, 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 you know, and like, oh, great. You're writing shit down. Like, I look like I'm doing math. I'm not. <laughs> and if anyone looked at the screen, you couldn't tell it was wrestling. It's just, it's just a DOS program. Like, oh, that looks old. That must be work. So. <laughs> that can't possibly be fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the, this was great. I mean, their football had the USFL in it, which is one of my absolute favorite. I just played, I played the whole USFL season out. It's great. The, but, the other thing I always liked about Rampage was they had all the championships. Yes. And and, yeah. and if you're – so you could have a – if you wrestled the champion, mm-hmm. and they had the champions pre-programmed, they had a ton of different belts, regional belts and world titles yep, and yep. all that. But you could also and rename, you could go, too. You would you could rename the belts, which was cool. But if you wrestled against a champion, it would ask you, "Is this a title match?" And if it was, and your guy won, he would be the champion. And when yep. you could look up the champions from the title screen, that was yep. always cool to me. Yep, it's a great screen. You press like press, you know. Uh, F1. I always thought it was funny that the the six man, yeah. yeah. Well, the 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 six man tag was a universal six man tag. Yep. So when WWE introduced their universal title and everyone was dumping on, I was like, "Oh, it's like the universal six man tag from Rampage. That's okay." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the original six man, I think it was the Von Erichs for the default. Like some of the default things were crazy. Was it the Von Erichs or was it the Freebirds? I the thought, Freebirds. The uni- I, don't, I don't remember. Might I don't been. remember now. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was the Von Erichs. Well, it might but, have been the Von Erichs. But the yeah. thing was though, like you go through and it's like you know who's the world champion of all time, right? Kind of thing. So it's got to be one guy's the the top national champion. It's Luthez, and you're like, man, Luthez, like that makes <laughs> sense. I mean, you know, it, but it's just teeth. It's, it's El Fez. And then, yeah. like, the next one down is, you know, H. Race. And then the H. Hogan. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> so, good times. Good, and good the one times. thing, I, one other thing I will say is that Bob, our friend Bob, always had fun with the renaming. Oh, my God. So, when he made uh, Rob Van Dam, M.M. Knight was what he called Rob Van Dam. <laughs> Mr. Monday Night. Mr. Monday Night. Oh, and then, what did Bob? He wanted to have the headhunters, but he was too lazy to make them. So he played as Abdul the Butcher twice. And yeah. <laughs> so here, I'm assuming you've seen the headhunters before. You know, I'm talking about the two giant twins. Yes. Yeah. Look, so, they both look kind of like Abdullah. So. so Bob didn't want to make the, uh, the headhunters, so he just put Abdul the Butcher in the match twice. He goes, uh, headhunter, uh, Abdullah number one. But headhunter Abdullah won, and then like he would write up the results because that was the other thing too. We would type up the results, but think about it, it's back in the day. So like you type up the results, and they were on diskettes. So yeah. like, like I have them somewhere. I printed them all out, and Luke and I did like insane supercards. It just was so much fun. And then Bob did the one up. It was just Bob's type up thing was just hysterical because it was 
just like who who thought of this match? It's like yeah, this is great. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so um, I've I've managed to pull us far afield a bunch of times tonight with things. Um, so, uh, you know, folks, I hope you enjoyed us. You know, meandering around the uh, the video game universe, touching on a, on a re- many wrestling game. Um, you know, as you can tell, we had a good time talking about this, and I'm not even a video game guy. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't gathered that, you know, it, it's it's so funny. My kids in school are like, Mr. J, what's your gamer tag? I'm like, I don't fucking have one. And they're like, what do you that, mean you don't have that's, one? That's, that's when you give them a Lord Raptor Sex God 666. Yeah. Okay, I'll look that up. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the kids are like, Mr. J, you, you, are you on, you on, uh, you on Xbox Live? What do you want? I'm like, don't play any of that stuff. And they're like, what do you do, Mr. J? Will you, will you play Steam? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Say, I'm on cocaine. Yeah. That's what I'm on. <laughs> Not Lawrence Taylor, Christ. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, sorry. I don't got any of them video games up there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, if you have like a game maybe we didn't talk about that was your favorite game growing up, or maybe you were like, oh man, I remember playing in the arcade, playing these things, or I remember playing with my brother or my sister, or you know maybe I was playing by myself or whatever the case might be. We'd love to hear about it. You know, if you have games that we didn't touch on, or I mean, because I know some guys are really big on like the new, because there's a new, um, like the newest stuff, like uh, WWE All Stars, and there was a new version of WrestleFest, and like there's things that came out, but they're much more kind of they're not always the same thing, and. We didn't talk about the current stuff, like the like, like W, like you know the their whole line yeah, of every SmackDown year. versus Raw yeah. and all them. Yeah, I mean, and even even the what do you call it? even the stuff that's now coming out with WB Two K Seventeen or whatever. Yeah, like they're fine. They're not. I mean, I don't play them. I've I've played them in the past, but they're like okay, like you know. And every time I play them, I think, wow, I could just turn this system off, go upstairs and play Fire Pro Wrestling and be happy. You know, and it's sad to say that, but I mean, I can play a game that's 10 years old and be happy with it, or I can pull my, my Game Boy out and get my ass whooped at Fire Pro A, um, because I'm not very good at it. Um, but I would enjoy myself far more than playing as whatever. Like, it's cool. Brock Lesnar's in the game. Yeah, I fucking love Brock Lesnar. Okay, you know. So. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just, just real quick, I'll touch on this. I think a lot of the modern WWE games are not so much wrestling games no. yeah. as they are kind of just action games that are wwe themed because that to me when i try to play them it it seems like you're trying i don't know the controls to me don't don't really work in the same way that i think of like controlling a wrestling game yeah that's why i don't play the newer ones yeah it's like oh get in this position and press this and you do that it's like okay well you know it's like but and it's like grappling to me it doesn't it doesn't work it doesn't make as much sense like the grappling in fire pro or even the grappling like the old ones where you had to hit the button and fill the meter i mean that that was you know it was button mashing but it made sense though yeah. that, hey you know what if the kids like them that's what's important the kids are the ones that the games are for nowadays despite what all the uh, the middle-aged guys will tell you so <laughs> and my, my, you know my kids will play wwe with one of their one of the the kids they're friends with in the na- in the neighborhood and so my my younger boy will be roman reigns and just spam out superman punches and win and he's happy and i'm okay with that you know it's like it, it's like an actual roman reigns match. so say, in that like case like a roman it's, reigns it's incredibly match. accurate Superman punch! Superman punch! Double surprise! Oh, so, <laughs> I'm not supposed to yell that. That was, that was when Roman was feuding with Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan would come out during Roman's matches and yell, "Yes, yes, yes." I was like, "Oh, I'm waiting for Roman to come out during his matches and yell, 'Double surprise!'" 
<laughs> Suffering suck attack. The man said that on television, and he's still getting paid money. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> well, Roman Reigns said it, so it's okay. So he's, he's not he's not a man. Just, just an infernal eating an machine. Just an infernal eating machine. Just an infernal chest protector machine. <laughs> But anyway, so I, like I said, like Jay said, hope you guys liked this. If there's any games we missed, please, please write in. Get back to the wrestling at yahoo.com. Let us know. I'd love to hear some games that we've missed and uh, some games that, uh, that that you like and, and that we can go check out. Because there's tons of wrestling games out there, and a lot of them aren't all that great. But <laughs> to be frank, I'm thinking like Survivor Series for the Dreamcast. That was awful. God that was really damn, so bad. So bad. But, you know, um, the thing is, we never had, we never had Fire Pro D. Uh, no, which, because because we never got our Dreamcast modded. Yes, that's what I'm saying. To play Japanese yeah. games, so which is the shame, we never had the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. This Fire because, D is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> imagine playing. You had a Dreamcast, right, Hero? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Dreamcast was one of the. I mean, that's to me is one of the best gaming systems ever. Period, bar none. That just for what it could do, and I'm like, man, imagine playing Fire Pro on this. So, <laughs> I love. I mean, seriously, like like Luke said, I think I think my Dreamcast has died too, but because they just you know just doesn't work anymore. But it's like the Dreamcast the motor. Was, on the- that was the vulnerable part of the Dreamcast was the motor to spin yeah. the to spin the disc. Yeah, would fun would give out. That's what happened to mine. Yeah, what I'm saying is the Dreamcast was just phenomenal. Like you know. fighters, in, but yeah, so, but anyway. you know, hey, there's there's that that's why they have emulation now and you, you and, and and all that. So yeah. you know, there no, nobody's worried about emulating games that are that are you know more than ten years old. Nobody really cares anymore at this point. It's my yeah. it's my my experience. It's like it's like oh you play it's like oh yeah I was I was playing Rampage. Oh you playing that on on the uh, on, on emulator? No, I broke out my master system. It's like why the hell did you do that? <laughs> because it's there. <laughs> it sounds awesome and it fascinates my kids that games are on cartridges. I don't know <laughs> better be if you played Rampage on the old comp- on the old uh, arcade game like we played. Oh god yeah there's so much yeah. money in that game we put in it. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, anyway, all right. But uh, yes, so uh, so we're we're going to like I said, if there's any games that, uh, that that you are, or anything if you think we're way off base, if you if you maybe you thought Fire Pro sucks, why would you ever like that? Please write in and let us know uh, your opinion and your thoughts. We love to hear from you on this. And uh, you know, a, as we say all the time, you know, not, only thing for sure is that nothing's for sure. So we Fire Pro Fire Pro get back <laughs> to the wrestling. I'll pick that in post. I'm Thumbs I'm up, Joey. Gonna... Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Ratings boost. Get back to the wrestling real return, but we don't know what the topic's going to be. You're going to have to tune in and find out because if you miss a week, you're gonna you're gonna be you're not going to know what's going on. You know, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the guy at the pay per view. Like, wait a minute, why is he fighting him? They were tag team. They were friends. You know, <laughs> you've changed, Sting. You've changed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! At the famous Jimmy Stewart Sting feud of 1994, man, they <laughs> tore it up, tore it up. Okay, he could have been the Black Scorpion. Okay, <laughs> I'd, I'd sooner believe Jimmy Stewart was the Black Scorpion than Before Ric Flair. Flair. Yeah. <laughs> Sting, I'm coming for you. Well, Sting, I, I don't have your money, Sting. Your your money's in Lex Luger's house and Rick Steiner's house and, and Brian Pillman's house. It's yeah. all over the place, well, Sting. You be, can't to, have money. <laughs> to be honest, your your money's up. Your money's up that guy's nose and that guy's nose and that guy's nose. <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyway, so yeah. So um, again, if you have anything, folks? Let us hear it. We we love to hear, get feedback from you guys. Let us know if you have. Um, 
you know, like Luke said, if you think we're way off base on what we're talking about, great. Let's hear it. If you think, hey, hey, man, I really love those ECW wrestling games. Hey, good for you. We'd like to hear it from you. So until next time, folks, we'll see you at the matches. Mr. Luger, Mr. Luger, I saw what just happened out there with Ron Killens. I just want to ask you, I mean, what are your plans for the next show, Super Brawl Saturday? I mean, are you, are you going to take care of Ron Killens? What kind of disgusting, despicable, despicable lack of respect does that Billy What's-His-Name show booking a match for the total package like Luger and Super Brawl? Super Saturday? What is it? I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? S- Super Brawl Saturday. Super Brawl Saturday? Can he afford to pay me to wrestle run? I don't know. I'm one of the biggest legend stars ever in this. God. And your t-shirts are too tight too, Billy. And you book a match with me against Ryan Killings. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. I don't think I... No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel. Don't you walk away. I'm the one that loves the fans. I'm the one that loves everyone and everything. You're the one that gets up and walks away every single time. You're the coward.